Welcome to Don't Recall, the podcast where we talk about a movie we don't remember very well. Then we watch the movie. Then we come back. Now we're talking again, and we've seen the movie. We're so much more educated. It's funny the whole time. My name is Dan. (laughs) (laughs) This is Molly. I'm also Dan. And I'm Beth. And our movie, this episode where we are respecting our listeners, is Clueless. Clueless. So, quickly, Clueless is the second place winner of the Respect Listener Opinions (laughs) poll, Um, but we are watching it. The first, uh, the winner was Fargo, and today here in Minnesota is the day after... Uh, Dante Wright was shot by the police and were amidst the Derek Chauvin murder trial. So we didn't feel great about making comedy out of a comedy about Minnesota cops. So we're going to watch Fargo later, and tonight we're watching Clueless. So get ready to be respected again, someone who voted for Fargo. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, yeah. Fargo only won by one vote, so yeah. we're just disrespecting one person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, can't we just can't we just go find like two, three, ten more votes for Clueless? I mean, can't we just call up the Georgia Secretary of State and just get a couple oh, more just votes for put Clueless? Put a lot of pressure. <laughs> put a lot of pressure on uh, Brad Raffensperger. Yeah, wow. or I think Raffensperg. I don't know. Mm. Great. Poll anyway. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, and you know what? Hey, if you're going to get mad about the Georgia law, you can get mad about water, but it's probably better to get madder that the Georgia legislature can now just fire state employees. So Brad Raffenberger's of the world will never stand in the way of democracy again, mm. or in the way of protecting democracy. You know what? Here's the thing. It's been a real <laughs> stressful few weeks with the Chauvin trial, and um, this latest incident was like last night like yep. yesterday afternoon and so yeah i'm i'll just i just want to admit that uh i have a little bit of fire in me and uh and i'm hoping that this uh i will be able to fairly watch this alicia silverstone comedy from i'm gonna say 1989 just Ooh. throwing it out there 89 whoa i'm gonna say, whoa. I'm gonna no, say I don't 90 94? Yeah. Say 93. How old do you think Alicia Silverstone is? I'm going to say... Okay. That hurt a little bit more than I did. What do you mean? (laughs) Of course she's not 100 years old. (laughs) Well, because, you know, you're comparing my age to hers. So, yeah. So, I guess it would be... not at all. I'm comparing (laughs) the fact that she plays a high schooler in this movie. So, she's anywhere from 21 to 40. Mm, not 40. She's a woman in Hollywood. Come oh, on. sure. Oh, that's fair. Then she'd be the mom. 21 to 23. <laughs> oh, the grandma. I just read an article about somebody. <laughs> More accurately, I saw a headline about somebody being okay. offered the, the role of grandmother at 40 years old. Wow. 40-year-old grandmother. I was like, Hollywood, you need to cool it. Yeah. Like recently? <laughs> yes. Cool I it. I think so. I don't know. I saw the headline recently. Yeah. I'll find it and I mean, send it I over. I guess... If the movie is specifically about a family in which a woman had a child very young, fair play. Sure. <laughs> but how, how old is the grandchild? That's what question. I want to know. Yeah, Beth, was Probably that in the like headline? 
Yeah. 21. Release, <laughs> release the birth certificate for the grandchild. Yes. I don't know. That's I don't know. It was not in the headline. No details were in the headline. I just was like, ugh. And then the I point is, past this <laughs> is about the movie Clueless, which right. definitely came out in 1980-whatever that Molly said, because I respect Molly because she is a listener of this show, I assume. Is that true? Thank you. I, I am. I am. I, I You know what? I'm not positive about my 89, but I am trying to stick to it. Did we make I, it clear at the top that Respect Listener Opinion Month, the listeners vote on the movie that we watch? We did not. Did we say that? Oh. Okay. <laughs> I got it just makes it sound like we found a listener. Caveats. <laughs> yes. But uh, thank you so much for voting. Yes. We respect you, yes. and we're about to talk about the movie. <laughs> we got, I assume, a great response, uh, but again, Dan is usually the one who pays attention to that, not me. Yeah, so. I did pay attention, and we did get a great response. Great. More about thank that you. later. Ooh. Now? Oh. Oh. Well, I don't know. Teaser. Yeah. I love hey, it. Hey, no, love that's that good. Teaser. Hey, I'm a fan. <clears throat> hey, could you help me remember who the writer director is? It's Amy something, right? Oh, yeah. Raffin She's the same <laughs> as another movie that we've seen. <laughs> really? Same writer, right? Oh, yeah. Amy something. Something. Man. What I remember Amy is this Smart. movie premiered Amy. during MTV Spring Break. Okay. Oh. And it was supposed to be this big thing, but it turned out it was like at an outdoor venue and people who were into Spring Break were mostly into like meeting each other. Yeah. yeah. And Played so nobody grind. watched her movie and she was pretty bummed about it. The writer or the... The, the writer director, yeah. Mm. So MTV, 10 Things I better. Hate About You. Is that it? Is it the same person? Gret's bet. I don't know. That's the one. That's the same. Okay. okay. Great. Okay. That seems right. That seems like a well, well, they're it's both a, it's a adapted thing. from Shakespeare. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say that. Oh, I I just saw this movie, movie Wait, for the first they time. Are? This yeah. one is too. Yes, this Emma. One. Yes, is it true? Emma. It's Emma. Emma's not Shakespeare. Yeah, that's. Uh, oh, we're not we're Emma. Right. Um, Jane Austen. No, you're right. You're right. Jane Austen. Sorry, they're both adapted from classic stories. Oh, okay. And what I meant was Emma by Jane Austen, and the other one was Shakespeare, Taming of the Shrew. Yes. Great. So those are like the same, like they're basically contemporaries, separated by like hundreds of years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, the thing that I, I just saw this movie like within the last month for the first time. <laughs> for the first time. For the first time. Oh. First time, long time. Um, what prompted that? Well, we've been uh, Beth and Beth's boyfriend mm. have been watching a movie every Sunday night mm-hmm. since the pandemic hit, and mm-hmm. so um, we. We're looking for something kind of light. And I was like, I've never seen Clueless. And so we watched that. Mm -hmm. Um, And the thing that surprised me the most was that Paul Rudd is a major character in it. And I had no idea that he was in the movie at all. Yeah. And he looks Um, exactly the same as he he looks exactly the same. (laughs) One of our biggest (laughs) Discord users, jumping way ahead, asked us to comment on how much. This is a teaser. Teaser alert. Uh, second half, we answer questions off Discord, patreon.com. And one of those questions is about how Paul Rudd looks the same. Am I right? So strap in for some Paul Rudd look the same, Paul Rudd not look the same talk. Yeah, I mean, we're recalling that he looks the same, but we won't know for sure until we watch the movie. Yeah. He is yeah. so fresh-faced and young. And he's wearing, I specifically remember he wears a t-shirt in this movie with a blue circle on it. And it's some kind of social activism t-shirt that was also featured in Sassy 
Magazine or Jane Magazine, you're welcome. Ooh, Dan's bet. Speaking of that, uh, all of the clothes in this movie are amazing. Yes. Mm. Amazing clothes. Uh, I've watched this several times, this video on YouTube several times of Tan France giving a tour of his house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and at one point he talks, he shows, he's showing off his closet. And at one time, one point he talks about some jacket. I can't remember the brand now. Like it's some brand name jacket that he has. And he's like, members really proud only? Of it. No, it's like Araya. I think it's Araya or something like Ooh. that. But like it's when she gets left at the gas station or wherever she is, she's abandoned somehow and yeah. <laughs> has to walk home. And she's like, this is an Araya. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. He references that. And so I was like, oh, that's from the Tan France YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one thing about this movie. Great. Um, and that is that. Alicia Silverstone gets flowers in class and Paul Rudd kneels down next to her at her desk and says, nice stems. And he's talking about the flowers, but also her legs. Mm. Wait, and she's how like, could that be possible? <laughs> Thanks. She's into it. Well, yeah. Isn't there like a weird thing where like they're like on paper related, but yes. they're like into each other? They're... Her dad and his mom were married, or something uh, like that. So, like um, but they have different step siblings. X step. Yes, I believe the old, that's the, the old X step. The old X step. Well, okay. Molly, this sounds like it's going to have an alternative family dynamic with some divorced parents. You're going to eat that up. <laughs> oh, right? all right. I bet they really. I hope they dig into that and just turn the screws on their uh, <laughs> shared trauma between the two of them, so Molly can stay engaged. Yikes. Beth's bet, we're going to love her dad. Okay. Because mm -hmm. okay. he's a very specific character. <laughs> oh, oh, is it Cher Horowitz? I what? think that's her name. Oh, Who? yes, that seems right. The dad? No, oh, the, her the, name. Alicia Silverstone's name is Cher. Oh. She's a thing of Horowitz. Great. And okay. her dad is Mr. Lawyer Horowitz. Mr. Esquire. Lawyer Horowitz. Mr. Lawyer Horowitz. Mm -hmm. Esquire. <laughs> uh, 1989. Um. Uh, I remember very much the the scene that sticks in my mind the most is um where they're driving that vw beetle through traffic through la traffic yeah. and her i think her best friend is driving and she has a total freak out but they somehow make it to the side of the road oh yeah actually there's so much about this movie oh because it has the song um rolling with my homies as what? a sentimental song yes do you remember that song rolling with my homies i do not rolling with homies um, you will okay. it's featured prominently in this movie. Great. And it's treated as like a love song. Mm. Um oh it's so good. Oh, this movie is good. Oh, I hope I like it. Ooh, I do too, after all this. Yikes. Are there any other adults in this movie besides Mr. Lawyer Dad? Esquire? Yes. Aren't there two teachers right? that fall in love? What? Yeah. Teachers fall in love? Yes. Teacher love? Yes, yeah. there's teacher love. We've got uh <laughs> Sean Wallace or Wallace Sean, whatever his name Oh. Nice. Right? Is one the of Princess the Bride. Princess Bride. Yep. And Lady with Glasses. Oh, which oh. I know. I've seen her she's in other things before, but. Joan Cusack. No, no. Mm -hmm. it's a, she's a brilliant character actress, but I, I can't think of her name. Jo but you've seen her in lots Margo of things. Margot Cusack. Margaret. What are you trying to say? Margot Martindale? Is that what you're yep. trying to say? Yep. No. 
Judy Dench. Judy, Judy Dench. Greer. <laughs> Judy Greer. Uh, Meryl oh. Streep, maybe? I'm not sure. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I've seen Emma, no big deal, the most recent film one. Mm-hmm. This, she got a yellow dress on the cover. <laughs> okay. It's pretty so good. Build check that, that one out. Is that the, one with, the yellow um, dress one. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow? No, no. that's or the older newer one. one. Okay, got it. It's this got new a one has chest. Yeah, Queen's lady. Gambit. Yeah. Oh, very cool. It's pretty chest good. Chest lady. I don't know. <laughs> Enjoyed it. Anya. So there are two teachers that fall in love. Well, I was. I thought that as the movie, I have no idea what the plot of Clueless was, having never seen it before. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, it's about them trying to get these two teachers to fall in love. But it happens almost immediately. Oh. They're like, we did it. They fell in love. <laughs> oh, that's not who she's trying to get to fall in love. So, Wait, so, em, yes, so I guess, oh, is that her goal? At, at the beginning. But meanwhile, at the beginning of the she movie. meets... Yes. Yes. Because she's trying to, she's sort of an amateur matchmaker. Yes. But she sort of takes in um, the social, the, this girl who would otherwise be a social outcast, mm. builds her up, and then kind of gets left behind socially, creates some strain in mm. Cher's life. Yeah. And then in the end, it all works out. And that actor is Brittany Murphy. Yes, Brittany Murphy. Wow. Oh, so sad. Yeah. Nice. Oh, so sad about her passing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And she's so good in it. She's really yep. delightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her tearful rolling with the homies moment is fantastic. There are multiple rolling with the homies <laughs> moments? There's I'm a little two. worried about this rolling with the homies. Is this like a, it's like a bluegrass cover? No. It's not appropriative in any way? I mean, kind of, but it's it's like music that's being played at a party. Mm. Okay. I I don't know. I think, you, I think the jury's out on that one. I, I guess we'll, we'll find out. Plays. Yeah, we'll find out. Doesn't um, Dan's bat, uh, isn't her, is this the movie where, like, her friend is uh, some actor that just went completely off the deep end in the last uh, era of our political history? Oh, has become a super, super conservative Kevin Republican? Sorbo? Yes. Yeah, her best friend <laughs> is Kevin Sorbo. That would be a fascinating movie. Rolling with my that, homies, that Kevin Sorbo. Name. Disappointed. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember her name, but I think you are right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We can uh, confirm in the second half whether or not the co-star went off the deep end. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, what is her name? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure that is true. Uh, hopefully she's the only one. Wouldn't Her that boyfriend be a weird game? Is Donald Faison? Is it yeah. Faison or Faison? Faison from Scrubs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. He's like the the best. The other doctor at Scrubs, like the best yes. doctor. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't. I can't I remember. Turk. Turk. <laughs> I think is his character's I don't know. name. I never watched Scrubs. Ooh. Um, I watched some Scrubs once. He's a surgeon. I remember he's a surgeon. Okay, yeah, right. he's wearing those Scrubs. Yeah, he's got oh. the green scrubs. Green, green scrubs, scrubs surgeon. Green scrubs Blue surgeon. Scrubs doctor. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> so what is, I've never, okay. I've never read Emma. I don't think I've seen any of the versions of Emma. Mm-hmm. What is this movie actually about? 
Like, what is is she just like going around rolling with her homies for ninety minutes? Like, what is happening? But then she falls in love with Paul Rudd, right? She so it's basically a matchmaker who herself falls in love. Oh, so it's like Hello Dolly. Matchmaker. I don't know. Was Hello Dolly based on Emma? I, was it? Oh my God! Maybe now. Maybe. I know it's right it's now. Wally. Probably yeah. Is Wally uh, based you, on Emma? What? <laughs> Wally. 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 Oh. Yeah, that's got Hello Dolly in it. Yeah, but I don't think that's based on Emma. Was there a scene in the newest version of Emma where they go into space and humanity is like off in its own little isolated pod? Yes. Yes? Bill Nighy is like... I think Bill Nighy is... We'll never be able to go back to because there's so many... There's so many garbage piles and... Ooh, I've got squids for a beard. <laughs> I have no idea what Bill Nye sounds like. You're welcome. I don't that think he's Bill Australian. Nye. What? Science I guy. don't think he's Australian. Bill Nye. He's oh, got the squid wow. beard from uh, Pirates. Squid beard. Yeah. He's, he's in our favorite movie, Love Actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm a rocker. And I look at me oh, rocking. I'm Bill Nye. Oh, right. I'm so grumpy right. because I'm an ac- alcoholic rocker man who's lonely. Ooh, I'm a dead, undead squid pirate, and I'm going to mess you up, Johnny Depp. That was better. I honestly cannot remember for the life of me what he actually sounds like. Well, that's your prediction for the first half. Oh, we won't see him in this movie. Never mind. I take no. it back. <laughs> He's not in this movie. The movie we're watching, Clueless. Clueless I can try to find, I can try to find like a, like a, like a, uh, what are those called? What are those? God, YouTube clip? so 35. Those videos that people make, that's just like a montage of celebrities they like. I don't <laughs> know a specific that. term for it. If you know what I'm talking about, young people, or just hipper people my age, tweet at us. Hashtag Dan, this is what it's called. And then show me an what? example of it. <laughs> I've never, I have no idea what you're talking about. But Somebody listening to this show <laughs> knows exactly what I'm talking about, and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Is that you, Dan? Is it you listening to the show later? Maybe, yeah. I'll tweet at (laughs) it. I'll tweet at us. I wish. I wish you engaged with the podcast. What? Nothing. (laughs) Clueless. (laughs) Who's got the no clue? Is Alicia Silverstone? Great question. Who's who's clueless in this? Everybody is kind of clueless, right? Oh. No, she's referring to someone specifically. She's like, I think, no, I think Brittany Murphy is clueless. They, she's like, oh, we're gonna take on Brittany Murphy. We're gonna make her she's so like cool. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. she's clueless. But like, Brittany Murphy's character isn't really clueless. She's kind of cool on her own. Yeah, yeah there's like a whole meme of like some scene in this movie where Brittany Murphy is just like, just giga burning Alicia Silverstone's <laughs> character. Wow. Oh yeah. Is Alicia yeah. Silverstone clueless because she's clueless that Paul Rudd likes her? And or that she, she likes Paul Rudd. Then she can be matched. Not, not necessarily. I think the um, the a big point, like almost a, a an invisible extra character of this movie, the city? is well, certainly the city. Okay, good. <laughs> but um, also the dialogue, wow. uh, the language, and the slang. Some of which uh, apparently Amy hurt her last name because of an H. Anyway, she talked with a bunch of teens. Heckerman. Hecker. Heckerman. Heckerling. Thank you. Hecking. Hecker. Hecker. Oh, yeah. Heckerling. Heckerling. The Heckerverse. Right? I think so. That sounds right. 
Oh gosh. Let's say okay. let's collectively bet Hecker Lane. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Unless and Dan wants to be spicy and contrarian. Oh, Hecker. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, but she she said that she went around and talked to a bunch of teens mm. and that they kind of made up their own kind of um, slang within their small circle. Right. Um, I think other people feel like she just made some of it up. I mean, it's but also either way, it's really distinctive, and I feel like Clueless is kind of emblematic of that. It's also possible that she talked to these teens about it, and they were just like, and they just made shit up to troll her because <laughs> they're teens. Yeah, teens. Can troll. I ever tell you about the time twenty twenty came to my high school? No. Yeah, so I went to wait inner before city we begin. Hold no. on. Yeah, before we begin, is this one of those Molly stories? Where like it starts out as a charming anecdote, then it gets super dark unexpectedly. <laughs> They're like showing you a dead little bodies. Bit, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just checking. I just want to be prepared. Wait, what did you say, Dan? I asked if they were like showing you dead bodies in trunks of cars or something. <laughs> oh no, not like that. Okay. Um, People but trying to get across the border from to East Germany. Okay. I'm sorry. Can I? I'm sorry. Is what is 2020? <laughs> oh dun, my dun. gosh. It's an investigative reporter. Oh, okay. It's like a reporting show t- that makes you paranoid about. Okay, stuff. I think you're talking about like a band, but the, the oh no, the show 2020. Very That's different. Matchbox 2020. Got it. Okay. Walking down this alley in every music video we made. He said, "Baby, I'm going to Molly's High School." <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a high school. <laughs> I'm sorry, Molly. 2020 came to your high school. Yeah, and the it was that guy. Um, oh, the guy with the mustache who like went super Geraldo. conservative towards the end. Oh, yeah, it was Geraldo. No, was it Geraldo? No, no you, it was the other I, guy. I, I know who you're talking about. Stossel. Yeah, John Stossel. Yep. Yep. Anyway, so they showed up with a camera crew, and I'm part of like maybe 15 or 20 people in a classroom, and he's asking everybody about slang, and so people are talking a little bit about slang here and there. Wait, it was and the same thing as Amy's plan? No, I don't think he was writing a screenplay, and actually, I don't know what the story <laughs> was supposed to be okay. about, because <laughs> in this conversation, there was a moment where I think there was maybe one or two black students in the room with like the rest of us, I think we're white, mm-hmm. maybe some other representation, but it was a pretty white crowd. And I remember this guy saying, actually, I find it really irritating that all the white kids use language that I use with my friends. Cause I don't try to talk like them like, Oh, that's very neat and fun. And he did an imitation of, of white people and I, was, I remember at the time, my only thought was like, we don't say neat mm-hmm. <laughs> or fun. Um, but it was my first introduction to the concept of appropriation without mm. um, like, like totally getting it. Like it definitely planted a seed and yeah. like we had other conversations, but it ended up being this really rich, very interesting conversation about race and appropriation and how you use language because, you know, because of where I was and whatever, we used the same slang that other kids did. Mm-hmm. Not particular words, obviously, but right. like a lot of it. And yeah. it seemed pretty fluid. Um, it was in, you know, music and popular culture at the time. Anyway, we had this really rich conversation and the story came out. Everybody tunes in. 
they showed like kids eating lunch in the background, like B-roll, and talked about something totally different. Not <laughs> a single word of the interview, which was like two hours long. They didn't use any of it. Wow. Great. So what was and the I'll story? I'll never about? know why. Lunch? It was supposed to be about lunch. slang, but it turned lunch. out to be about like high school. Hey, kids go to high school. Like there was no content <laughs> to it whatsoever. Attending a school for like, what, do your kids go to high school. <laughs> Look at all these kids preparing themselves for the wider world. <laughs> what are they doing in there? What was John Stossel expecting? What yeah, did he want from us? Do you think your story is what like drove him to where he went like he's just like oh this story's garbage i can't believe i wasted so much time with those kids and then he immediately pivoted to just like our ooh, our our teens trying to destroy your sacred values by <laughs> smoking cigarettes uh, 2020 Ooh, are these non-white people a threat to your home <laughs> several miles away 2020 <laughs> investigates yeah, John Stossel sucks. In yeah, yeah. The, 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 the ultimate conclusion of the story, John Stossel But sucks. I just wish I knew what he would have been looking for. Right? And whether he, what he just, like, what we failed to provide that he was expecting. The fact that, and the fact that they, like, hung out with you for that long, someone must have thought, like, oh, there's some good stuff in here. You would think. Weird. But I, I don't know. And, and I look back, and I'm really grateful to that kid. And I'm sorry we were such jerks and didn't understand things. So if you're listening, and I know you're not, but if you are, I'm sorry. <laughs> Is your husband drinking a glass of milk in the background? <laughs> Me? Yeah. I don't see anybody. Wait, is he? I really hope that's what... He's drinking something that looked like milk. <laughs> I can't he see that. Is. How he can is? you see that? Wow. How can you... You can see that? I, I could well he I could see then the light turned on I saw him sit down in the back. Oh, <laughs> I can't I see him shift my camera. I'm drinking some milk or something. He is. He is, he is drinking milk. Is Molly, you need to get out of the house right now. Just get out. Molly, <laughs> get grab your child. And get out of the house right yes. now. Come here. You can stay with us. You're not safe. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh my god! Is that you a with butter sandwiches a, right now? It's a butter sandwich <laughs> <laughs> and a tray. Something about calling his mom? Oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Don't go to the basement Amazing. tonight. Uh, anyway, uh, Beth, just cut all that out. No, it's uh, fascinating. It is fascinating. <laughs> I really thought you were about to tell us about the band 2020 that I made. <laughs> <laughs> Some concert. It's 3 a.m. I'm drinking milk. Oh, There's I think be... there might be a famous band that plays at a dance in this movie. Because oh, really? I feel like that was a trope for a long time. Uh, like that the... some like, super cool band would play. Definitely. But... What's that DC punk band? Punk Pop punk band? What? Good Charlotte? Is that too <laughs> early for this? Good Charlotte? Yes. Yeah, I feel like it's every like movie in the 90s early. that involved teens, though, it's like there was some... Semi-notable band. Uh, yeah, something that the director really loved, but princes. the people actually in it were like, who is that? I feel like it's princes. a ska something, right? Early 90s? The boss, Mighty Mighty Bostones. Yes. I do think it's them. I do Mighty think it's them. Okay. Oh, there's a bit. Yes. Wow. We're, we're batting one bit bat, per 20 um, minutes. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to bet uh, Johnny Cash. <laughs> Johnny Cash is in this movie. 
Yep. Doing, doing his uh doing his uh American Folsom whatever. Prison blues? No. Wrong American decade. Pie? Rusty Cage cover? Yeah, probably. It's something like that. Okay. Did we talk about the movie at all? What? Did we talk about the movie at all? Like what happened? Yeah, to we, <laughs> yeah we did. It. There's a teacher that did. falls in love. Paul Rudd, uh, uh, Amy, nice mildly or accidentally sexually harasses mm-hmm. stepsister, and there's, there's some lawyer stuff in it. House and party uh, stick up at the gas station. Donald Faison mm-hmm. is in it. They drive a car. Mm-hmm. Yep, a couple car. cars. Brittany Murphy burns. Alicia Silverstone at some point. Mm-hmm. Yep, great fashion. Great fashion. Fashion. Big breakup. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we talked about the movie. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Beth. Yeah, Beth. Get her Does it pass the Bechdel Wallace test? We didn't talk about that. Uh-huh. I, oh, God, I hope okay. So. Should we up the ante and see if it passes within the first, Ooh, yeah. let's say, five oh, minutes? Super pass? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to say pass. it passes in the first ninety seconds. Whoa. Both spicy. Wow, I don't, I don't know. I think it might start with her at home, or maybe doing a monologue. I'm gonna say five minutes. First five minutes. Fine. I'm saying ninety seconds because I respect women. Ninety seconds to <laughs> Mars. What? Oh, yeah. Are they in this movie? Go. Maybe. I'm gonna say <laughs> it passes before two men talk. Okay. Ooh. Oh. I like that. That's I'm gonna say one. it passes with two. Different sets of women. Oh, okay. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like just generally. Like she talks to one person, then she talks to another person. They're both women. Like in sequence, distinct yeah. two. So four women. Three women. Okay. I think Alicia Silverstone is the 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 same. So you got two. The pivot. But I think like she passes diagram. twice. Yes. Okay. But like one after the other. <laughs> Is there any proximity between the rea- interactions? Yeah. Well, I think that it, it happens before she talks to a man. Ooh. Okay. Now that right. passes before Spicy. she talks to a man. Yes. Okay. I love it. All right. I love all these things. I hope they're true because that would be sad if at least one of these wasn't true, considering what this movie is about. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Great. Mm. Molly? Yes. How should we rate this movie? Uh, we'll rate these Matchbox 2020s. <laughs> mm-hmm. So is that like a Matchbox 20 cover band? <laughs> or is like, it yeah, like a Yeah, episode of 2020 of about Matchbox 20. Yeah, it is It is a cover oh, band yes. that is, um, you know, updates the music just a little bit for the 2020s. Oh, oh it's a mo- okay, so it's oh. a modern band that mm-hmm. wasn't even it's a modern available band. to play in Clueless. So they pay like... Yep. Modern hits of Matchbox Twenty songs. They just take Matchbox Twenty songs and they add some auto tune. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, like remix I, I guess like that's it. not very twenty. They drop. They drop some basses, some bass lines. Bass. You can yeah. drop a bass in twenty twenty. Dropping bass. Um, I think you can. They. You know uh, what? Let's just say they're some, a cover band. Okay. Are they dressed? Twenty twenty like is like they look just like them. Yes. There you go. They look just like them. Cover well. band that looks. So they are a they Matchbox Twenty vision. cover band that relies on the fact that they look exactly like Matchbox 20, so people will be super pumped. Yeah, they yes. cosplay Rob Thomas so and they, the rest of Do they get Matchbox introduced 20. by like, and now come to the stage, Matchbox 20! 20. Yes. <laughs> like they say the second one quiet as people are already applauding. Yeah, nice. yeah. And then in the crowd, you can hear people shout, you know, among the cheers, you hear them say, you sound just 
like Matchbox 20. And they're really excited. Is that how you're supposed to properly? Is that the appropriate way to cheer on a cover band? Yes. I don't know, but you I once saw ABBA like... cover band yeah. and somebody next to me said, you sound just like ABBA. And it just made me <laughs> laugh. And Amazing. I still think of it. I mean, it's a. I guess it's a. It's a good cheer, like is way that, to pump up that band. <laughs> is that more That's of a like tribute? the highest compliment you can give a cover band? Band. Mm-hmm. What? What? Is that? Is there a difference between a tribute band and a cover band? And is a tribute band where they put on the personas of that band in addition to playing their songs? Yes. So, so what it sounds fun. like, what I'm tribute gathering, band. is that this band just enjoys playing Matchbox 20 covers and then are maybe accidentally a tribute band because they happen to look oh. exactly like Matchbox. So they're not actually yeah. cosplaying as Robin no. Thomas and the gang. Yeah. Yeah, it just Old happens naturally. Just yeah. like you start to look like your pet. Robbie you and know? the boys. Robbie and mm-hmm. the boys, which is what they call themselves now in 2021 because of the success of Matchbox yeah. 2020. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they call themselves the Robbie smooth and the group. boys. Wow. The smooth group. Can't oh. wait to get to these ratings. <laughs> right, I forgot that was the whole point of this. <laughs> Dad, you're um, up first. Yeah, I saw this movie a few... I definitely didn't see this movie until I think I was an adult. I feel like it was one of those movies that my wife, no big deal, wow. had me watch at some point because she was like, you haven't seen Clueless. OMG. You should see Clueless. Full disclosure, my wife has been furious that we haven't done this for Respect Listener Opinion Month every single year that we've done Respect Listener Opinion Month. Yeah, so It's been in the top three for the last three years, I think. Yeah. Mm. Wow. It's the, it's the Joe Biden of... Uh, respect listener opinion <laughs> nominees <laughs> like they finally made it baby yep. um Sorry, i remember liking it but i also remember thinking like this is of a specific time and maybe was not intended for me mm-hmm. uh and i remember being yeah i remember enjoying it but also being like this movie is weird <laughs> and not at all what i was expecting so I'm going to say a cowardly three Matchbox 2020s. Oh, that is cowardly. Mm. Great. Mm-hmm. Beth? I, uh, I have just watched it recently, but as we all know, my memory is terrible, so I, I don't know how accurate it is. It's as if I watched it 20 years ago. <laughs> 20, 20 years. 20, 20, 20 years ago. Um, yeah, I but I do remember feeling like it was it had kind of a nostalgic vibe to it even though I had never seen it like it reminded me of other movies like um Legally Blonde or you know like things that when they're on TV I'll just watch them because they have that kind of feeling to them but also it did I think it has some moments where it maybe uses some words that we would not use anymore or like you know the 90s so um I'm gonna say four Mm-hmm. Ooh, late bet. There's going to be at least one uh, m- like moment of homophobia or transphobia that we're going to get bumped out about. Because it's a teen movie from the 90s. Yeah, it seems... Oh, there's definitely a a boy that is not interested in her that she is like hitting on very hard. <laughs> yep. Well, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So... Okay. Did you actually say a number before Four. I interrupted you? Okay. Four. <laughs> Sorry. I, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Rob <laughs> Thomas singing <laughs> this song. He doesn't. He absolutely does. <laughs> he Seems doesn't, like he should, though. Pretty much does. It's, yeah. um, since I've seen this movie and I have no fondness for it in particular, 
Yikes. And I can only remember nice stems. <laughs> so <laughs> I, don't, I guess I don't think I'm going to care about it at all. Two. Wow. Wow. Holly. Yes. I feel it. I think I saw this in theaters and right. enjoyed it and was probably about the right age. Mm-hmm. I feel like there were very few movies that were made for me. So I'll probably feel pretty excited about that. I still think of a couple key moments and me and my friends will still say, I'm going to take a lap before we commit uh, when you arrive at a party. And that's Dude, from this movie. Good line. Yep, it's from this line. Uh, there's a moment where she worries about the lighting design mm. and is like crafting a lighting design and like dropping some cookies in the oven and stuff. And I still think that's really funny. So for all of these reasons, I'm going to be Beale Baggins... Beth's boyfriend, Bone Butcher. <laughs> Bone Butcher. I don't know. I can't remember the whole thing. I'm going to be Bill Baggins Bold 5. 5? Five. Wow. 5 Matchbox wow. 2020. Wow. That is a Bone Butcher. Which is Matchbox 100 100s. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh. <laughs> there you go. There you go, math nerds. Yeah. <laughs> Their brains just exploded. <laughs> And with that, we're going to press pause, go watch Clueless, and we'll be right back. Uh, uh, Hey, listeners. This is the middle of the show. Yeah. Uh, You know, we like, over here at Totes Recall, we enjoy a little thing called people listening to the show. (laughs) And I don't know if you know this about how podcasts work, but the more people listen, the more successful. Am I saying that word right? The more successful the show is considered to be. <laughs> so what we'd like to present to you, our current beloved listeners, is what we like to call a totes recall challenge. Challenge. Oh, challenge. This month's totes recall challenge is to tell one one single friend or more, <laughs> but the challenge, the minimum reach of the challenge, one mm-hmm. friend about this show who you're pretty confident is not currently listening to this show. <laughs> hey, maybe there's a particular episode that you love that you could point them to. Maybe there's a particular bit that you think that person would especially enjoy and find mm-hmm. entertaining. Maybe your friend is like, oh, a bunch of people just goofing about dumb movies, and you can be like, hey, Sometimes they talk about real stuff and bum themselves out in the middle of the show. <laughs> I don't know. You know your friends better than we do. Yeah. Hey, can I add to this? Yes. I've had an idea for a long time called First Impressions. Mm. Is this part uh, of the challenge? It's part of the challenge, challenge, challenge. Uh, for bonus, have them call our phone number and leave their review of their first impressions yes. of the show. Yes. And... We will either play that or we'll transcribe it and do it in the voice of anyone they want. So Ooh. like Nick Cage wow. or another yeah. person. It's like, a, it's like a challenge to us. Yeah. yeah. A challenge. A back at you challenge. I met challenge your challenge, challenge and I went one step further, yeah. but we'll take just the first half. Back at you challenge. Back at you. I love it. See. That phone number is, of course... <laughs> Six one two eight zero eight nine. 
<laughs> your challenge is to get your friend to figure out what the number is based on that incredible theme song. Again, you know what? You can always go to the website. Yes, it's right there. Great yep. challenge. Go to that website. <laughs> Speaking of uh, great choices made by people listening to the show, we'd also like to do a little something we like to call showing your names and lights in audio form for one of our patrons. We're going to shout them out right now, and someone else is going to have to say it first because I've already forgotten what it was. <laughs> Danielle. 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 Oh. Thank you so much. Your first. challenge has been <laughs> to have done that, and you passed. You won the challenge. Yeah, great name. Great respect we just showed you. Yes, and great choice to be a patron of Totes Recall, which is continuing right now. Pew, pew, pew. And we're back. We just watched one hour and 37 minutes of Brittany Murphy being adorable Mm -hmm. in Clueless. Yep. Yeah. Checks out. Agreed. She's in this along with other people, but before we get too deep (laughs) into (laughs) the other people that are in this, uh, we have a segment here on Totes Recall that... Okay, I think I've heard of this. I'm pretty sure this is a segment that is... Everybody's like well, well regarded. Talking yeah. about it. <laughs> well, award. I just saw. I just saw it win the finishes. Yes, the film oh, awards yeah. uh, were last. Yeah, night. we got a nice write up in, in magazine. Yep. And, uh, uh, <laughs> all the leafs, all the little curvy leafs are yeah, on this got a, award. Yep. I just got a congratulatory <laughs> call from. It's sixty second summary. Everyone loves it. Everyone is clamoring for it right now. They're clamoring. They're clamoring. They're mm-hmm. they're Toad's waiting. Heads will they're clam. Are clamoring. We'll go to the heavy clam heavy bake. Heavy clam bake. Heavy clam bake. They're heavy clamoring. Clam bake. They're clamoring. Mm-hmm. They're clamoring. It's a heavy clamor and bake. We'll yep. talk about that maybe. Maybe. If not, watch the movie. Yep. Hey, clueless. Hey, watch the movie. Um, okay, great. Um, whose turn is it? Do we take turns? I'll do it. <laughs> go for it, Dan. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. <laughs> and go. Okay, Alicia S- Alicia? Alicia Silverstone <laughs> is rich. She lives in Beverly Hills. She's high school. She's got a rich friend. They're rich together. And she's got an almost brother who's cares about the environment and wears flannel and listens to the Counting Crows and Radiohead. He's there too. She's got a dad. He's a lawyer. He yells a lot. He's great. A new girl comes to school. She's like a like a like a New York burnout. Thirty seconds. Oh shit! Alicia takes her under a wing, transforms her. She likes a skater that doesn't like a skater. Men are creeps. In the end, everybody ends up with who they should be after some confusion and hijinks. The hats are insane. Ten seconds. And. There's a wedding of teachers. <laughs> uh, I nailed it. <laughs> time. <laughs> Fit that in just under the 60 seconds. You wow. worked in time for a self compliment. Yeah. Wow. Like, I guess, I mean, I guess 
by that metric, it's your most successful summary to date. The fact mm-hmm. you managed to fit in a self-assessment <laughs> of the summary. Uh, re- this oh. segment has received a glowing review from Dan Dequan. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, that's the segment. Everybody loves yeah. it. And now I we've mean, done it's it. It's pretty good. I think you pretty much. I mean, I think you, you summed pretty Captured well. a lot of it. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I think the over overarching theme was that Alicia Silverstone tries to is a helper and tries to help people both by making them eat well, um, by getting them coupled up, uh, and in the end, additionally, uh, by throwing a clothing drive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's accurate. Yep. But also, like, are we... Again, I don't know how much this is based on the actual uh, source material that it's adapted from, but like, at least in this movie, we're supposed to sort of accept that like she's doing good, but in a very, I don't know, she's an odd character because like it's not necessarily like she's still actually like doing the stuff she says she's gonna do, but it's like sort of self-serving, yeah, but maybe not as much as a different comedy <laughs> would have it be, right? Yeah, no, I think there's definitely that journey within it where she learns that she had been doing some pretty self-serving things and figures out how to do less of that, right? Mm-hmm. Which is why the clothing drive is important. Right. Because, you know, it doesn't have an ulterior motive, but I think also the movie does a good job of pointing out that, you know, that relationship with her dad and the way she tries to take care of other people. Mm-hmm. Like her motivation is good. She's right. just wrapped up in all of this. Yeah, I don't know. Like She's a fabulously wealthy teenager. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I don't know where our expectations should be. Uh, yeah, I guess that's maybe where part of that kind of comedic disconnect comes from is like she is. It's not that she's not like genuinely trying to help people, but she's coming from such a place of privilege and shelter that like. You know, you're also just kind of like, okay. (laughs) Like, I guess that's nice. Yeah. I mean, I feel like part of it, I mean, a major part of it is that Brittany Murphy's character, Ty, Ty, right? Ty. Yep. Um, Mm -hmm. Is like, doesn't really need her help. No. Like, she's not at all. Completely like, she knows who she is. She knows, like, what she wants. And so the fact that she's, that um, Cher is like taking her under her wing is. Kind of like it. It shows that her helping other people is self-serving, and kind of like naive, right? right. Like she's maybe got some self-imposed blinders on, right? Because yeah. yeah, like you're right. Like when they first introduced Ty, like she's already pretty self-assured, and she's mostly just pumped that she has made friends. Yes, yeah. Like she's not really like, oh, thank God. It's more just like, oh, cool. Yeah, I'll hang out with you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And seemed perfectly like content with herself. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's just pretty self-possessed. It's pretty awesome too. Yeah, because I think this is definitely a parallel in Emma, where basically Cher accidentally creates a monster. She oh. takes somebody who's awesome already mm. and transforms her into someone who's pretty self-centered and kind of popular and vapid, right? And and mean to the skater boy. Oh, Travis. See you oh, later, Travis. boys. Oh, nice yeah. reference, Molly. Yeah. You're welcome. I mean, it's like Time a decade too late. But. <laughs> <laughs> too late for whom? Great, great point. Yeah. Great point. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Time but you know what I'm saying? So like, so yeah. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what did you say? What did you do? Ty walked so Avril could run. So we are okay. I just want to be clear oh, that the official word. position of the Totes Recall podcast <laughs> is that Avril Lavigne's whole deal, yeah, like her entire like pop culture persona, was founded upon Brittany Murphy's character in Clue. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Dan. That's well, insane. She loved a skater boy, <laughs> and then she said, "See you later, boy." But no, she she did see him later. I am no. not familiar enough with Avril Lavigne's oeuvre to know Thank if there's you. like a whole album <laughs> where she's like, I met someone and she made me posh. And then I decided to go back to my old style mostly, but also made yeah. friends along the way. I married you the guy from that Canadian band. <laughs> <laughs> la, 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 la. I mean, there's also <laughs> the internet being full of insane people. Uh perpetuating a myth that there's yes. a fake Avril that took Correct. over at yes. some point. Yep. So the yes. themes of transformation are also present okay. in her life. Okay. As we see in this Sir. Clueless movie. Can we bring it's this back to how Brittany Murphy is brilliant? Yes, Somebody it is complicated. Someone at I hear home you is Beth. laughing so hard at my Avril Lavigne joke. But <laughs> is that an Avril Lavigne song? Yeah, doesn't she have a song called It's Com... It's gonna, it's gonna be so complicated. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, yeah, come on, that's guys. Get into it. <laughs> I only know skater song. Skater boy. Skate song. There's also the one that she's like, I don't like your girlfriend. Oh, oh no, I know that right. one. Never mind. Like I know that one. Yeah. She's like, so whatever. <laughs> I'm like, oh wait, no, it's the other way around. Doesn't matter. We'll get, don't yeah. sue us, whoever owns the rights to that music. Okay, Hopefully bringing Avril. it back to how Brittany Murphy is brilliant. Oh, so good. Brilliant Murphy, more she like it. She never yeah, changes right, her <laughs> accent or her affectation very much, Mm-mm. but she tweaks it just enough that she goes from like the most adorable, fun, goofy person to like super judgy and mm. posh. Yep. It is amazing. Yeah. Marissa Tomei ran. Like her sick so burn is so good. Yes. Okay. Oh, Dan. <laughs> wow. They have the same uh, energy. Marissa <laughs> Tomei did have similar energy. Uh, my Cousin Vinny yeah. character. And oh, yeah. I'd agree Ty. with that. Yep. Yeah, but they're both great. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do both. They're like very self-assured in that they are willing to talk some trash mm-hmm. when they need to, but are also, you know, looking for some positive associations with their peers yep. like they don't want to be treated uh or neglected or my point is marissa tomei's character walked <laughs> so that Brittany Murphy's character could i would say they're both running they're like both running to describe yeah. kind of like a um what's the a relay race What's the thing where you hand off a baton? That's to a relay race. Yep. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Relay race. So we got Marissa Tomei is handing the baton right. yeah. to Brittany Murphy, who hands the, the baton the to Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne, <laughs> yes. who hands it to... Someone. Katie a team. That we Tweet at us, uh, Zoomers. <laughs> Who's the yeah. fourth? Who's the leg of this relay yeah, race? Yeah, exactly. Who brings it home on this relay race? <laughs> so what is called a leg? What? Isn't, isn't the last person to relay race called a leg? Aren't they all legs? They all have two legs, generally. Not always. <laughs> Check myself. I don't know. 
Thank you. I don't know. I don't know yeah. how we can so thoroughly reveal our <laughs> ignorance about movies, music, and sports in one three-minute conversation. I mean, yeah, it's almost like Brittany Murphy's character walked so that this <laughs> podcast could run. <laughs> oh, are we? We're the leg. <gasps> oh, we are the fourth nice. leg. Oh, anyway, this is about the movie Clueless. <laughs> Brittany Murphy's character Ty is amazing. Yeah. She she uh, crushes. God, she, yes. There's a scene in the moment that I was like, this rules, she's the best character in this movie, is when they're in the diner and she hears Rolling With My Homies and she gets really <laughs> yeah. sad about it and then just starts like slamming her head against the table. <laughs> and Dee is just like, okay, okay, like legitimately <laughs> concerned for her. That's great. Uh, yeah, Didn't she I just, say? She went on you such did. a journey. I love it. Didn't I say about Rolling with the Homies? You did. And that, that Britney's sad Rolling with the Homies oh my is God. one of the most I, beautiful yeah. comedic moments with her little hand motions. Yeah. yeah. I had no appreciation for what you were saying. Yeah. I was genuinely surprised that it came up at least three times. <laughs> at least <laughs> right? three times. See? Yeah. There's a <clears throat> there's an energy to this movie that I couldn't handle. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow Brittany Murphy like matched it, but uh, but like I could focus on what she was doing, <laughs> and like she could corral the energy of this movie into a relatable human that yes. made sense to me. Yes, whereas I mean, she was almost every other character. I was like, what is happening? What are they doing? What are they wearing? How are they moving? Where did yes. they come from? Where are they going? Yes. yes. <laughs> Dan, What's happening? How old are you? No, I agree with all of this, and Get it's great. My... It's great. I see it as a positive. But I also agree oh. that Brittany Murphy is probably the most like full. Like she is. If you were to tell me without like if I had not seen this movie and you were to tell me like the subtext of this movie is that this is actually a different planet that Brittany Murphy has come there from Earth, I'd be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. The hats would make more sense. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> yes. The whole school has matching outfit day. Like when they're doing tennis, everybody's in black and white and they just knew I to think do that's that. That's their gym uniform. No, that's their gym uniform, they bro. They have to wear black and white. Didn't you have that at your school? Uh, it's like gold and blue. Go Eagles. There you go. <laughs> we had to wear orange t shirts and black shorts. You'd wear orange specifically? Yeah. Oh. Oh, in that's wild. They had school issue like onesie jumpers. No. That no. were like shorts, shorts, and short sleeves. No. But they just buttoned down the center. It no. Was like a singlet? Rough. Like a, well, when you say singlet, I picture a wrestling outfit. Yeah. And it was not that's like right. that. A romper. Yeah. It yeah, it was like more a like a romper. Okay. Yeah. This was, and this I, was required for phys ed? It was like what was sort of offered slash required, but they didn't actually make us do it. Huh. But kind of. I just remember changing in and out of them a few times and just feeling like there was no less flattering mm-hmm. <laughs> feeling yeah. than being in that green polyester outfit. Ugh. Wow. Ugh. I want to just chat for a quick second before we get too far away from how Brittany Murphy was the rock of this movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, she say, walked so that Dwayne the Rock Johnson can run. Yes, she sure <laughs> did. Absolutely, no question. Um, because I felt like the other characters were not nearly as consistent, Agreed. except for the dad. Lawyer dad oh, was a hundred percent. Mel, and and we really need ah. to talk about him in just oh, a second. Oh, we will. Um, but like even even Paul Rudd. 
<gasps> had some real flat moments, and sometimes Alicia Silverstone's performance just was Confusing. amazing. And then other times it was like there was a disconnect between the line she was saying and how she was saying it. Um, although I will say little behind the scenes and this I learned when the movie came out. This is not a recent thing. There's no reason to have a theme song. Okay. Okay. Wow. Um, but Molly in- learned about a movie when it came out. She happened to read something in Reader's Digest. And then she got a membership to the AARP. And she realized that she was only a teen. In the Soviet Union, learning things about boys. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, Molly. <laughs> oh wow! Fun fact. Fun fact. Um, you'll notice in the uh, scene where she's in debate, she keeps she's t- supposed to be talking about the Haitians, yes. but mm-hmm. she keeps talking about the Hadians. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. She just misread that. No. That wasn't like a character choice. No. Yeah, no, oh, but the director boy. was like, everybody shut up. Like, you could tell us, people were like, oh, should we tell her? And she was like, shut up. That's so <laughs> embarrassing. Oh, but it also is, But isn't amazing. that so sweet? Like, I mean, because then I saw an interview with Alicia Silverstone, and like, clearly she's not, I don't know, like, she's just a, she's a regular person. Yeah. With yeah. like a, reg, you know, and, and, you know, we all have gaps, and especially if you read and you like I I feel that too, right? Like there are lots of words that I still feel oh, like yeah. like epitome, and there are a bunch of them that if you read them, and have only read them exclusively for a long time, it is very hard to remember how to pronounce things. Absolutely, but and also I English. I mean, I guess that's probably a French word, but mm-hmm. English is partially it's based full on of traps. French, and uh, the expansion of Western civilization is a. Eternal nightmare. Anyway, yep. English yeah. is one of the most ridiculous <laughs> and stupid languages in the world, and I feel sorry I for anyone who has to learn it secondhand. And I also, I get it when even native speakers are yeah. flummoxed by parts of it. Fun, maybe fact about English that I think I learned from a podcast. Dan was Dan listening was to a podcast that was in Oz. <laughs> One of the reasons that English is so messed up is that yeah. old English and middle English and the older Englishes were a second language for many people. Mm. And when you when that I think happens, you've said this before. Really? Oh, pulling a real yeah. chase here. And when that happens, yeah, I think so. The rules get mushy. Mm. Right. Because I was going to say it, oh, really? and I thought, no, we've already said it on this podcast. Well, yeah, check out. I think Lexicon Valley, and I think the episode about Creoles and Pigeons. Yeah, because wow. I was really upset that you listened to a different podcast. <laughs> wow. And then you were like, it's about trees and birds or something. Okay, But here's right. this language fact. Can we take a moment yeah. to appreciate like how unconventionally good Molly's memory has been this episode? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, feel like, I feel like you've, been pick- you've picked up on these very specific <laughs> things and it's very out of character. <laughs> no, no, it's very in character. So, for example, mm. I remember things from middle school that no one else remembers. But I don't remember broad themes of things. Sure. Or, like, characters' names. Mm. I see. Mm-hmm. Especially, though, for movies. Because unless something really, like, sticks with me and I use it as an example later. Mm-hmm. Or, like, from this movie, say stuff like, take a lot before I commit. 
Um, that's yeah, nice. it just, it leaves me. And in this movie, it's before we commit to a location. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. It's a good line. That's Which good makes line. even more sense. Speaking of things mm-hmm. that we've talked about before, I think on our, um, <laughs> <laughs> our 10 Things I Hate About You episode, mm. we talked about how Clueless <laughs> uses a lot of different vocabulary words. Oh, like, we did. Oh, they, they she uses a lot of words and it is kind of a confusing thing because I feel like sometimes she uses them incorrectly and sometimes she uses them correctly and I'm mm. not sure if it's trying to say what it's trying to say about her use of language <laughs> <laughs> it kind of reminded me a little bit of that scene at the end of the premiere of my so-called life where what? Angela Chase um, has had this really interesting night okay, where she's you are been blowing my mind tonight <laughs> This is unprecedented. Molly, you been like is we can't remember things. <laughs> also, your personal brand is that the facts you bring to the second half of this podcast are from reading Wikipedia. <laughs> and you're just tossing shit out yeah, from your memory. All of us, you have the worst memory. Oh, this is a nightmare. I apologize to listeners that this episode that is supposed to be about respecting you has gone so far off the totes recall you know and love. I don't even anyway. Angela Chase okay. is on her bike and there's a moment where she just like reaches her arms out and mm-hmm. tries to balance. I can do that. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> Angela Chase rode her bike so that you could ride your bike. Yes. Um, <laughs> but the, the point is it's such this moment of like, yeah, when you're a teenager, it's not like you are... 16 all the time sometimes Mm -hmm. you're 10 and sometimes you're 20 and then sometimes you're just the average of those two yeah have i said this before on the podcast okay great i was just laughing because i think the person the last person to run a leg of a race is an anchor (laughs) 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 i think so i just (laughs) wasn't yelling anchor anchor Anyway, yes. I'm so sorry, but you are correct. The average of ages makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it did feel like... Yeah, I, I mean, I do feel like that was maybe somewhat intentional, where, like, there were... I mean, there were especially some scenes... Some of her scenes with Paul Rudd, I definitely felt like it was sort of like she is a teenager who is trying to show how smart she is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's not... not rather, You know, she's, like, clearly, like, not not smart. Like, she has a very good... Like, she's a weirdo, and she has very specific uh, priorities. Mm-hmm. But, like, she's clearly, like, pretty well-read and, like, clearly has a very robust way of speaking. And speaking as someone who was also well-read mm. and a robust right. way of speaking, well I can guarantee... No, no, hold on. She wishes back, she were... <laughs> this circles back around. I can confirm that at that age, you definitely use words very confidently while not necessarily 100% being sure you're using them correctly. Yeah. It's a yeah. little bit like uh, Bill and Ted, too. They do that, mm-hmm. where they like confidently yeah. use word, big words wrong. I mean, and I just use the word leg very, very confidently earlier in the podcast. That's true. Yeah. That is true. And big I word. don't think I meant leg. I honestly don't know if it's anchor either, but... Hey, no, relay right. racers? It's, the, it's yeah. the anchor. Okay. Sweet at us. And it's and a leg of the race. Yes. I was and you use legs Twitter to run. And Go ahead, leg. Linden. Hashtag that's fine. anchor. I was going to say, 
tweet the first part and then get your friend to tweet the second part <laughs> and then get their friend to tweet the third part mm. and I'm then the get leg. the anchor to tweet I'm the leg <laughs> or the anchor. I'm the leg. <laughs> anyway, this is a great so, podcast. We're doing great. Yeah. Dan, do you realize that instead of saying well-read, you said well-read? Did I really? That's what I heard. Yeah, you that's did. That's what I heard. Hey, and I, I mean, thought, speaking of well read, well read. Yeah. Paul Rudd is in this well, movie. Uh, did I ever tell you I saw him at Sundance? What? Wait. I'm sorry. Robert Rodford Sundance Film Festival? Ooh, Miss Molly Chase, I'd like to introduce you to my vampiric friend, Mr. Paul Rudd. He is an eternal demon who. Will outlive us all and be the king of ash <laughs> and death when the world is destroyed. And then I'm sure Paul is just like, "Hi, I'm Paul." Yeah. Um, we speak of Paul Rudd. We are we are we just missing my story? Are you just moving wow, on wow, to him? Wow, 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 There's wow, more to it. Wow, wow. Are you are you messing with me right now? You think well, I'm I trying would to get just a, I'm trying to get a Discord question there before we move too far past it, but sure. <laughs> okay, This go is ahead about Molly meeting Paul Rudd. I actually did meet him. <laughs> actually, what's going to be funny is the whole story is I did just see him. Yes. You didn't meet him. <laughs> I did meet him, but he was wearing the cutest like beanie cap, Aww. and he was like hanging out with his comedy friends. Which I ones? Was, like, Any of just them? Just stand drinking coffee. I don't, who could say? Wow. Who could say when, Take you, that when, you, when, when you see Paul Rudd, you <laughs> only see Paul Rudd. Yeah. And I'm sure he was like sucking their life energy passively. <laughs> so they all looked all like wrinkly and, you know. Such, such a dream. Yeah. I have another story, but I'll save it for later. Is it also about Paul Rudd? Yes. Oh, nice. Ooh. Teaser. Okay, I'll go ahead and tell you now. So I had a colleague at work who looked a lot like Paul Rudd. Uh-huh. And uh, we had to sort of tease him about it. Hey, you look a lot like Paul Rudd. Okay. And then one day, like all this film production came to Atlanta and they needed a stand-in for Paul Rudd. Yes. And my friend got recommended. Yes. And he did it. He did the whole day. And it was him and a stand-in for Jennifer Aniston. I love it. And so he had Is this great uh, picture with Paul Wanderlust? Rudd and stuff. Wanderlust. Yeah. Might have been. Yeah. It must have been. Damn yeah, it must have been. Um, and yeah, he said everybody was super nice and it was very, very funny. Did he meet Paul Rudd? Yeah. Was Paul Rudd uh, nice? They got a picture together. Oh, that's Yeah, fun. totally nice. Like, that's he's fun. exactly like, the same. like, have you ever heard anybody say anything bad about Paul Rudd? No. Maybe Other than the vampire thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's it. I'm all out of Paul Rudd stories. Great. I'll stop right there. More Looks great in a hat. Paul stories. So awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's only so many Paul Rudd stories in the world today. <laughs> Molly has two of them. Now they're over and we're done. Oh, Are you doing boy. Matchbox 2020 or is it just yeah, a general just complaint rock kind of? Okay, got it. Complaint Where rock. she met Paul Rudd. But not really. Just saw him at a distance. <laughs> and I said, Paul Rudd. have been my friend for you know, the <laughs> anyway, Dan, you were going to try to engage our fans by pulling in a... <laughs> uh, we put out a call for questions on Discord, which you yes, can access if you're a patron um, on yes, the night you we record. Patreon.com slash You can access it anytime, but we post right. a question on the day. Yeah, and if you, don't, if you don't submit your questions on that night, we probably won't answer them, right. at least not on pod. 
But mm-hmm. Dan and Molly and Beth are pretty engaged on there, so they'll answer it eventually. <laughs> and I'll come in every two weeks and say something snarky. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for caring. <laughs> Amanda mm-hmm. says, Paul Rudd has an age today. Am I right? Correct. Oh, and this would... we teased earlier. What? We teased this earlier. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would, now that I've watched this movie, I would argue that he has maybe aged one day. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's a little <laughs> right? fresh faced. He's a little fresh faced in this movie. He, yeah. but he, he was looks... born in 1969. Shut nice. up. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Stupid. He looks like a good <laughs> thirty, and he's looked like a good thirty since he was probably for like twenty thousand years. Yeah. But like he looks old, he looks older than he should for this movie, but also I looks see. about like he still looks now. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what makes it confusing. Like if he looked significantly older now, you'd be like, oh sure, it's young Paul Rudd, and your brain would be like, yeah, I guess he's like a college student. But because he looks so similar yeah. to fifty whatever year old Paul Rudd, yeah. <laughs> It's weird. I know yeah. it's like common. The internet makes fun of it all the time, um, but Which it's also thing? like they got a point. <laughs> <laughs> like he looks real good. He looks. Oh looks yeah, great. like like what is what is his secret? Yeah, is that what you're saying? Tell us your secrets, Para. Tweet at us or Molly. You should check in on that friend of yours because if he still looks yeah. the same, like maybe. Oh. Or maybe oh. he's aging and it's like a he's portrait like, of Dorian Gray type yes. situation. Do you think Dorian Molly's Gray. friend is the portrait? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Like and they closet. just happened to film Wanderlust around the like midpoint where they were like in equilibrium? Yeah. 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 Oh, Jesus. Wow. You got to check on your friend, Molly. <laughs> yeah. Bo, I'm going to call you. Make sure you're I'm all right. Dorian. Wow. But um, yep. how old is he supposed to be in this movie? Great, like, question. great question. Is he like a freshman I or like a senior? Because that makes a real yeah. difference. She's dating a sixteen-year-old. Like, Ooh, if yeah. it were Jane Austen times, it would be fine. Sure. But it's not. It's nineteen ninety-five, which is not nineteen eighty-nine, by the way. I think no, he's just starting college. <laughs> okay. Just starting? Do we think so? I, I'm getting. I get the impression that he's just starting, or like it's his first year. Because so it's like. 19? like he is in the dorms. Yeah. To the so. dorms. He's home on finals are coming up. So it's almost the end of the mm-hmm. year. Right. He's 19 at best. At best. Which I guess is better than I was thinking. <laughs> Wait, when you say at best, do you mean at most or at least? Um, at best for the age gap. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Because I just, he doesn't seem like a, he doesn't seem like a freshman. Hmm. No, yeah, I agree. So we're talking he's 18 to not a he's, Like he's getting ready. He's thinking about what kind of lawyer he wants to be. I know some people are very serious in college, but that also feels like a senior year, maybe junior. I mean, year you spend situation. a couple years with Mel. I suppose you kind of yeah. get that drilled into your head a little bit. Yeah, I feel like you're more likely to be like very into the idea of it when you're younger. <laughs> you get closer to graduating, you're like, I don't know what I want to do. What am I doing? <laughs> what is this? I, yeah. Yeah. Still weird. He's, I get he's, the, even if he's 18, 18 and 16 is just very different worlds. I mean, I mean, there's definitely the difference of college and high school, which is a lot. Like, even, like, if you were, like, a junior, senior type situation, and then right. one becomes a freshman, senior, it's yeah. still, like, boy, oh boy. weird. <laughs> that or, does not work out very often, no. statistically yeah. speaking. Or if you're, like, a... I don't know, 30-year-old, whatever, Congress person. 
<laughs> probably don't date a 16, 17 year old. Yeah, you probably and you probably shouldn't just hang out at college campuses no, no, a lot. No, 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 probably not. Yeah. So yeah, so I think that when I first watched the movie, I remember being really surprised by the Paul Rudd. Uh, relationship, or sorry, I guess this character's name is Josh, mm-hmm. because you know they bicker at the beginning, and I remember thinking it was really kind of romantic and sweet. But now the whole time, I'm just like, how old is he? Yeah, <laughs> like seriously, how old is he? Um, P.S. Those were his clothes. Some of those shirts, the Amnesty International shirt and that hat. Wow, what a good his. man! What a good man! <laughs> oh wait, what do you mean? Like he just owned, he just brought those to set? He just wore them to set, and they're like perfect. How did you learn this? Internet. Be honest. Where I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't look at Wikipedia. Just tell me where on the internet. I don't know. I just did search. You don't know? Just did you use it in the DuckDuckGo? Yeah. What search (laughs) engine did you use? Google. Molly, Google, <laughs> Red. Learning about our boy, Polly Rudd. She probably Googled how old is Paul Rudd and then learned some other fun facts. <laughs> I think I put clueless Paul Rudd age. Nice. Is that his shirt? I love his shirt. <laughs> Which shirt are we talking about? Amnesty International shirt. That was a Paul Rudd ridge. A ridge. Yeah, and he really regretted putting mayonnaise directly on the sandwich meat, which I think we could all relate to. How did what are you talking about? That public knowledge. How did that end up becoming something that you could just find on the internet? As opposed to the bread? Yeah. It's a real weird like he has all that luncheon meat. Like first of all, it is an entire tray. It's like many pounds of just turkey. Yeah. Yeah. And just like maybe, kind of loose in a drawer. I mean, maybe when they first. <laughs> they got a oh yeah, I mean the whole the whole fridge situation is very confusing because <laughs> all we see from Mel's fridge is they have a giant bin of carrots, and then an equal sized bin of lunch meat. <laughs> so like, is the whole fridge just bin based organization? <laughs> that seems hard to clean. How did I miss I this? Yeah, but he pulls out this whole bin, like oh, the man. whole meat drawer, and it's just it's like rolled up pieces meat. of. <laughs> yeah, it's like individually kind of wrapped, but loose meat. It's like he's running a Jimmy out. John's in there or something. Yeah, it's like literally. <laughs> it's like literally. Mal said to Lucy, right? Is that was that the maid's name, Lucy? I think so. Yeah. yeah God bless right. Lucy, by the way. Oh, yes. Uh, just said to Lucy, like, go to the deli. And just take it all. Yeah. Don't ask them to put it in a any butcher paper or anything. Get just it take just take everything they have, put it in this bag, and then empty the bag into the fridge bin. Yeah. All the lawyers are gonna so sit much. around in this tiny room. <laughs> just eat loose meat while they check the put one on a computer. <laughs> loose. Part of me wonders <laughs> if they got like a big platter because they knew that they were all the lawyers were coming over to work. Maybe. And then oh, <laughs> they were like, then, Well, where are we gonna put this? And they just dumped it in the drawer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I that's the that. best explanation. <laughs> I mean, it feels very real meat. that they would have like a well settered like a well set <laughs> platter, right? Multiple kinds of meat. Uh-huh. Lawyers go for Three out of the four. So there's just yeah, a the huge pile of one kind of meat. Ham's and Mel's just like, wow, what am I going to do with all this roast turkey? <laughs> Lucy, just dump it in a bin. Oh, I got to go back on the phone and <laughs> yell at my assistant. <laughs> oh, Ooh. Cher, you're so great. You're a wonderful daughter. I am actually seem like kind of a good father. Yeah. But also, I'm very intense all the time. <laughs> Get out of my chair. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh, Mel, the dad, was so good. So good. Like I loved how he I just loved how he never lost his aggressive energy. 
But like, have you guys? Okay, have you guys seen um, that? Oh, what is it called? It's like angry reaction guy or mm-hmm. something, or like furious reaction guy. It's this like yeah. young dude who's on oh, TikTok yeah. who just like watches other people's TikToks and he's like super complimentary, but does it in like this very aggressive way. I've seen that too. And it's delightful. Like his catchphrase is like aggressively screaming gorgeous. <laughs> Uh, he reminded me of that where like, yeah, like he never lost that intensity, but like some of the things he said, sometimes he would just be like, like when Cher is talking about some guy that like she likes, who doesn't like back with that same energy as yelling at his like legal eyes. He's like, how could they? Or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, why wouldn't they? Yeah. He must be an idiot. I love it. I love that guy. He shows up a lot, usually playing a character similar to that. And he always crushes it as that character. So good. This movie takes place, um, as we said, 1995, a year yeah. none of us bet. <laughs> what did I say? 94. Oh, Ooh. oh I, so close. I, I didn't stick with my gut. Molly came out hot with an 89 while yeah. I was thinking like mid-90s, and then I, I brought mine down feeling mm. like, well, maybe Molly's she right. never listened to me on the year. And then you stuck with your year. This is the first time ever you've picked yeah, one year. This is an unprecedented Molly episode of Totes Recall. <laughs> this one's going to go down in the history books. Yeah. One year, several concrete memories, <laughs> no <laughs> Wikipedia. Calling someone else out for repeating a story. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, talk about. I don't know. I mean, congratulations to. It's really Avril Lavigne. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Why do you gotta go and complicate a boy? <laughs> what? Um, but yeah, anyway, 95. This is very, very, what's that, Molly? She said, well, I cut this cut out. It. But she but wasn't she, talking. We were talking. <laughs> <laughs> She's telling us that this part is garbage and we should feel bad about ourselves. Wow. <laughs> Just the, the big 90s energy that this movie brings oh God, is off the charts. Just incredible. People are skateboarding. There's Counting I mean, Crows. First of all, the, the like font that yes. they use Ooh, throughout that the opening oh, credit. beginning. On and the colors, point. the like lime green, and the, like, bright the wipes, purple. And, the yeah. wipes on the credits. So many wipes. I used that font on a website that I designed in 1996. Yeah. I, I don't know yeah. if it's... I don't know if it's, if it's how this era was or the fact that this is like the beginning of my teen years mm-hmm. or whatever it is, but it, it feels like mid nineties is more a parody of itself <laughs> than most other eras. Ooh, I'm going to say, I'm not going to disagree with you, but I am going to say that the time you and I were in high school is a strong contender for number one. <laughs> late, late nineties, like late nineties, early two, like just yeah. the turn of the millennium is just like when you look back on that shit, you're just like, yeah. my god. But just like everybody looks like a caricature, and that's always how they look in movies in this era. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. It just. Is and that maybe, because it's your first time looking back on a generation mm, you participated in? Maybe. Did we participate in it though? Well, you've picked your own clothes. Yeah, yeah but did I? I feel it's, like I had some some neon. 90s-ness happening at that time. I mean, I wore basically like the same pair of jeans and the same four or five shirts my entire, yeah. like, try, like every week of my life <laughs> for a long time until my sister felt bad for me when she got in high school. Yeah, you got your Massimo like, shirt. She, 
You got yes, your Stussy exactly. shirt. You got your rusty <laughs> shirt. Yeah. You've got your like just you got your decent through. college shirt that you're expected to wear to church, but sometimes there's it hasn't been laundry done in a while, so you wear it to school and you feel weirdly preppy, even though it's like probably not even that fancy of a shirt, but in your brain, because you shared a room with a grunge kid for your entire childhood, it feels very out of place to be wearing anything that is collared, that is not a flannel shirt, that is just wide open. Yeah. At any rate, what I was what I was saying is that maybe if you're looking back on this era, it's an era that you participated in versus like when you see something from the 60s or 70s, you don't really have any mental yeah. touch points for that, sure. right? It could be. I feel like the thing that tells me it's a 90s movie right away is when you hear Just a Girl by No Doubt. Oh my God, the soundtrack on this movie. single 90s movie, I swear. The so good. soundtrack of this movie was amazing. Every time a song would come out, I'd be like, ooh! Uh, I love how they <laughs> I love how they decided to like show that Josh was a brooding college type by constantly listening to Radiohead. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. good. It and I didn't realize. And Counting Crows. I, wanna... I apologize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's yes. also a Counting Crows cameo. Uh, I Want to Be a Supermodel is also in Legally Blonde. Mm. Oh. Yeah. That was like really fun to hear that one again, too. Yeah. And then Cher. And it was the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, it was. I didn't was. actually it look was. at the credits. Okay, great. Oh, that was, that was absolutely the Mighty Mighty <laughs> Boss Tones. There are only so many prominent bands where a dude in a suit just dances to the side that's okay that blew my mind when i saw it i was like yeah. so he just he's not he doesn't play an instrument he's no. just he's like a hype just man out there yeah he's just the i think they called him the boston wait he's the boston i'm pretty sure like i think they refer to him like as the boston because he doesn't play anything no he's at every show i saw them uh, I saw them at a festival once and like literally just the dude I mean it's a giant stage so he could really fucking move at this festival <laughs> and yeah that dude literally just like skanked around for their whole set is, is it his job to like get people pumped up or like to show people know. how to I dance to know. the music <laughs> I have no idea I felt for the extras trying to dance because you know they weren't playing any actual right, music yeah. and you could see that people have been instructed to like jump around yeah. like they were dancing to ska. Yeah. But there were people who were clearly very tired and were just kind of like, <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. do this like sway in place thing. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. Unless you were the guy who played Christian, which, which point <laughs> you were fucking hitting your marks, uh, like just hypnotizing the audience with your moves. Yeah, he exhausted me, and I loved him. I oh my god, handle it! Yeah. I couldn't keep yes. up with him, and he was only in like fifteen minutes of the movie. I literally, at one point, texted the group, "How is Christian a real person?" <laughs> he comes in. He's dressed like friggin' rebel without a cause. Yep. Yeah, Luke Perry. Yeah. Yes, Luke Perry. he's like he's like a slightly updated Luke Perry. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Star of rebel without a cause, yeah. and. Um, and then talks about heavy clam bakes. Where are the heavy clam bakes? Oh I couldn't. Amazing. I just. I couldn't keep up. And then the he's, moment that destroyed me and also made me fall in love with him for eternity was when <laughs> was when Elton was dancing with Amber, mm-hmm. and 
uh, she was like, Christian, what do you think? And he like literally was just walked into frame. So his back is to the camera. And Cher is like, what do you think of Amber? He spins around, does a little lean on her, pulls his sunglasses down, and then I believe says, Hagsville. And then yes. puts his sunglasses back up. Yeah, yeah it was like, amazing. He was like, I don't know, like he like, I feel like he was just geometry made manifest in a human body. Like he was just constantly like moving angles. his limbs at these very specific angles and points. Yeah. He's from oh, another incredible. time. He's great. He's uh, briefly, we think he's going to be the love interest, but it turns out he's gay. And so. Yes, which was actually handled better than I was expecting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like when Donald Faison was like going down his list, I was just like, oh no, oh no, oh no. (laughs) But it actually never quite hit like full on pejorative. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And no one's like bummed out by it. No, they're just like, Cher, don't do. But yeah, like it's only just like, no, Cher, you're, what are you talking about? But like yeah. a, a movie of this time or any time, let's Oof, be honest about yeah. how right. uh, movies work, would be, you know, would level disgust at this character and that reveal yeah. uh, mm-hmm. on some yeah. degree. but Or treat it yeah, as like much more of like... every episode of The Office or Friends. Yeah, like you would, would treat it more, more like a betrayal of shares, right? Like yeah. share would treat it like share had been betrayed somehow yeah. or something. But no, and but then they're buds no. and they just cut Oh, and they're up. best buds. Their best so buzz, uh, she helps him buy incredible jackets. I loved every mm-hmm. jacket he wore in this movie. Yep. Yeah. And he's the one who says nice stems, and it's not creepy, and there are no flowers. It's a little yeah. creepy. And there's flowers in the I very mean, next scene. Right. Okay. Well, if you're going to be oh. defensive about bets. But I yes. do like that in your brain, the stems. That's my gig. Were... I'm defensive about bets, okay? <laughs> this episode is <laughs> unprecedented. Let's cut all this out. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just trying to make a joke because y'all looked so shocked and I felt bad. I didn't know what happened. It's like, did I actually upset you? So then I turned it on me. Is everything okay? We're so mad at emo. Are we okay? We're also (laughs) mad at each other. (laughs) He was talking about her legs though, right? Yeah. 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 But I like that in your, I like that in your mind. He was talking about flowers because the flowers came next. So you just like put those two things together in your head. I like how your brain is like this moment in the movie was more clever than it. Yeah. Well, how bold just to like go up to someone and be like, hey, your legs are good. Like this is the first time he's met her. He's very confident. He's Christian. Like the stars, movie stars of the 50s. 50s. Luke Luke Perry. Perry. Yes, part of the Rat Pack. I know that Luke Perry was not. Sorry, did I say Rat Pack? I meant to say Rat Pack, not Brat Pack. Very different. Rat Pack walked so that Rat Pack could run. That is true. (laughs) And the Brat Pack jogged so that the, I don't know, Cheetah Girls could run. (laughs) Cheetah Girls. Like Tobey Maguire and those friends. Oh, Leo DiCaprio's Creep Squad? Yeah, Creep creep Squad. squad. So they could, like, could creep. There you go. Yeah. And by, I mean, just because it's the 2020s, by creep, I just mean like, he's just, you know, he throws, he's like old Hollywood and throws women away once they hit like 35. 35? Well, that's generous, yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> Paul Rudd, 35, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah Paul Rudd. <laughs> no, wait, if Paul Rudd, 35, is most people's 50. Mm. No. Okay, maybe. I don't know. I'm lost. Wait, are Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio and Paul Rudd the same age? Probably. Oof. 
weird. No, Leonardo DiCaprio is a little younger. Is he a little younger? Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I did. Well, did you guys do that quiz to... a couple of years ago? Uh, like, pick the Paul Rudd head. It's just like oh, thirty yeah. Paul Rudd heads from yes. different years, and you have to like. Which line one them is up. younger, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did terribly. Me too. I did. Yeah, I feel like I got a C. Yeah. I wonder how he would do. Hopefully, great better. question. But it's wild. I mean, it's. It feels like one of those things on the internet that you're like, haha, but also like you can tell, but you can't. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like they it's like the thing about like, oh my god, there's an old picture that looks like Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is an immortal vampire. Yeah. But then in terms with the difference between Keanu Reeves and Paul Rudd though is like every picture of Paul Rudd is part of that bit. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like every single photo of him ever. It's yeah. like, oh yeah, no, he's an immortal vampire. Yeah. Well. So dreamy. I mean, he's a handsome man. Mm-hmm. There's like a point where she keeps on saying that he's not handsome or he's not cute. He's not conventionally cute no. or something. Flannels, Radiohead, baseball mm-hmm. cap. Oh, because he's like uh, not like. I mean, I his, mean, he's Christian is her ideal her type, and yeah. Luke Perry. Yes. Okay. So she's yeah, saving her. She's saving herself for Luke Perry. It's in the script. Yeah, and Elton. Yeah. Who's a Ugh. yeah? He's like a thick '90s Timothy oh, yeah. Chalamet older brother. <laughs> yeah, I I completely agree with Dan's assessment, even though it sounds insane. Look it up. Go look up Jeremy Sisto Clueless, and then put the words "thick '90s Timothy Chalamet <laughs> older brother" in your head. And I think you'll agree. He nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Um, he turns out to be a creep. He yeah, he's a real dick. Yeah, sexually assaults her in the car, and then she gets mugged. I mean, he wears. I will say that the character before that, I mean, actually during that scene, is wearing like these incredible, like I don't know, like below the waist sweater jacket things for like half the movie. I don't know; they're blowing my mind. Yep. Speaking of clothes, this movie opens with Cher running a computer program to pick out her outfit. Uh. Incredible. I lost my mind when it cut to that computer screen. Which is just like still images of tops and bottoms that she can page left and right on, and then it the computer tells her whether they match or not. Yeah. That's it. It Oh, right? amazing. It is amazing. It's- and also, doesn't it feel weirdly out of place? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, I feel like they should have done more of that if that was like she's so rich she can do this kind right. of thing like her refrigerator should talk to her or something you know what yeah. i mean or like i guess the i guess the refrigerator equivalent is like the fridge is so big you can have an entire bin of loose meat <laughs> good point forgot about the and, loose meat and still have room for a bunch of orange juice and whatever else they drink in this yeah. movie. So when you open it, it says, would you like some orange juice and loose meat? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Hello, Cher. Could I interest you in some orange juice <laughs> or perhaps some loose meat? <laughs> well, and it was also inconsistent with later where she says, "I help me take Polaroids. I never trust the mirror. Oh, yeah. Alone. And then... what? <sighs> Wait, is, okay, now hold on. Maybe we can... Is that why she takes the Polaroids? She then feeds the Polaroids into her closed <laughs> Tron 6000? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Apparently, Amy Heckerling said that she's, the genesis of this movie was that she thought about how she thought teenagers were when mm-hmm. she was younger. 
And she imagined when she was a teenager, she was going to get to wear amazing outfits and just be rich and have just rich friends. Mm. Mm -hmm. And like everybody's worst problem would be finding an outfit. And so she tried to create that world with a script. So I don't know. Maybe the computer thing just made its way in there and never got pulled out. But it's it's weird. I love it. Like it's so bananas. It's very proto-Tinder. Like swipe right, swipe left. On your clothes, your own clothes. On your clothes, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it like anytime. I mean, one as we've talked about many times in the show, anytime, anytime computers are used in a movie, but especially when computers are used like right at the point where the internet was starting yep. to be a thing, and yep. normal people were even thinking about computers, it's always amazing because it's this kind of shit where it's just sort of like, hey, can we get can we get Don to just like render up some like jpegs of some clothes but then like make it look like alicia is like controlling a program don what yeah i sure i guess you guys you guys want to see this like you guys want to see this cool chinese checkers game i made no no don just 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 load up some (laughs) pixels of the clothes yeah okay it's just it's it's my doctorate and it i just it's pretty cool yeah okay don i mean maybe after okay back to the nerd Oh, poor Don. Poor yeah. Don. Hacking so hard. <laughs> He's hacking so hard. <laughs> and they just want him to put in some clothes JPEGs. Yeah. Maybe it should be Amy Hackerling. Oh, I don't know. Oh, that's good. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, I apologize. She, yeah, there you go. By the way, she um, also directed Look Who's Talking, which is mm. the other movie yes. that we had seen. Amazing. She's an excellent. Not to Wait, when did that movie come out? Uh, before this one? No. Okay. No, it's Wait, after. It's after? like 99, I thought, or 98. Look who's talking? What? No Curtis way. Look who's talking too? Uh, I'm looking like, it up. I don't know. I'm lo- look at who's talking. Listen, I thought this came up. out in 89. All right, hold on. Let's just take a moment to appreciate that we're back, baby, because Molly has <laughs> no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Everything before this? Straight bloopers. Guess what year it was? 1989. Ooh. Hey. No. Okay, this actually makes sense, because that means that Amy Hackerlane started a professional relationship with Hank Crestcorn on that movie to create a terrifying baby puppet. Uh-huh. And then she was like, Hank, I have a character who owns one million clothes. And he's just like, oh, you know, we got this new inventory program at the warehouse where you can just upload a picture of uh, the person you want to dress and it'll tell you if it matches. Does that... Please tell me that's something you need. I invested all of my money into this program. (laughs) My nephew Don made it. He's very lonely. Don. (laughs) Okay, no, I love this. So then, yeah, so then Hank got Don a job on set. And all Don got to do was, yeah, like, take Polaroids. Or they would hand him the Polaroids. They'd already taken of the clothes. Convert to a bitmap. Bitmap, yeah. Just cut them out and scan them in. Oh, that's very hard. (laughs) <laughs> hey, can we talk about the party? Yes, yes. absolutely. The parties, all, the parties where I fully lost my mind watching this movie. <laughs> really? Yeah. There's a lot happening. I couldn't follow what was going on. <laughs> I have, Are you I have an initial, I have an initial question before we get too deep into this. Was it supposed to actually be around Christmas? I don't. I don't what? Why? I remember because there was holiday decorations. There were Christmas decorations all over the yard. Oh. There's big candy canes. Brittany Murphy took a snowplan home. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, probably was Christmas in L.A. Okay. 
I just wanted to check because at first I was just like, oh my God, why are there Christmas decorations everywhere? Because growing up here in the horrific tundra of the north, I just assume uh, that anytime there is no snow on the ground, it couldn't possibly be Christmas time. Yes. No. Yeah. Oh, yes. right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. I'd forgotten about the Christmas decorations. But that makes sense, too, that the parents would be out of town. Yeah, it does. And that Paul Rudd would just be hanging out with a lady in his dorm room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That was sort of interesting something. dynamic between him and that girl. Yeah, I guess that was just to show, like, oh, he and Cher kind of are compatible because they all agree what the quote quote from Hamlet was. Oh, right, right. Or something. I don't know. So going back to the party, (laughs) I thought it was so funny that they played Suck and Blow. Did y'all ever play that at a party? No. No, I didn't go to parties and was terrified of physical touch for most of my childhood. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, so Suck and Blow is you take just a regular Uh, I mean, we saw it in the movie. (laughs) Well, do people, do our listeners know what it is? I bet our listeners are very cool and went to cool <laughs> But if you want to explain it, uh, I guess for the for the listeners who are, you know, I guess hanging out with me <laughs> in high school. <laughs> well, anyway, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to like pass the cards around. Yeah. And you have to like hold a card to your lips by sucking on it actively. And once you stop, it's going to drop. So then the other person has to whatever. Um, I played this at a post-prom party my junior year. Nice. And it was the most hilarious, most fun game because none of us could stop cracking up. And once you start laughing, like you can't hold on to the card. Yeah. There were no shenanigans. Nobody dropped the card and then like kissed somebody Elton. like old Elton did. That was I mean, really I weird. assume you were all laughing because you were so nervous and yes. tittering about the potential of the card dropping. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you nailed it. Potential smooches. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anyway, at my corner of the circle, uh, nothing like that happened. Maybe at other parts of the circle, things corner were going. I'm not sure. What? You sat in a circle to pass the card around. I'm just thinking about these shapes. Circles what don't shapes? have corners. What? Oh my oh god. God, Dan. It was Listen, weird though. Hold on. Can I, I just ask you? I just you know, can we talk about how old Dan is on this? Like I feel like you're 35. stepping well outside the uh conical 35. Conical, like, conical. That's another shape. Blooper. Blooper. That's a blooper. But Dan, like you're just you're frustrated by the parties and you don't understand kids and you're <laughs> grumpy about That's it. Can I present like, a theory? Is that true? Yes. Can I present a theory? Because this movie uh presented like such a specific slice and social strata of California lifestyles, I think that there is some deep seated resentment mm-hmm. bubbling up in Dan's brain that wow. did not allow him to focus on the movie itself and instead Considered all of those rich elitists <laughs> who maybe didn't invite him to their cool suck and blow Christmas parties. <laughs> suck and blow Christmas. Uh, well, this is uh, SoCal. It's a, basically a different state. That's a good point, actually. I accept that. I actually uh, accept that premise. I disagree. Molly, I have a question with you, for you. Yes. Okay. In your case, did someone literally just like come into a small group of you within a very crowded kitchen, just go, let's play suck and and just immediately <laughs> shove a card in your face? Because that, that is what happened at this party. Crazy. It was like, hey, guys, everybody gather around. 
<laughs> like they ba- she barely gave them time to even like get ready. To for even it. say yeah. what is that? <laughs> Everybody knew already. <laughs> I never heard of it. Knew. I played Spit the Bottle one time, right? And couldn't I spun and I got the girl I liked and I just completely <gasps> shut down. Did you wet yourself? And looked at the ground <laughs> until she came over and kissed me on the cheek. And then I went Aww. home and felt bad about myself. That's so cute. <laughs> so you didn't wet yourself? I did not wet myself. Okay, just checking. Just with tears on the inside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, probably the inside. So I don't think I had access to external emotion at that point. Yeah. I, um, when I was in elementary school, we went to, <laughs> we went to uh, a park with my class. I'm and listening. I was in a fifth, sixth class, and Whoa. all the sixth graders were like, we're going to go over here and play spin the bottle. And I did not want to do that, and I sat yep. with the teachers the whole time. Hell yeah. And then oh on the way God, back, Beth. the boy that I liked called me a prude. Oh. <gasps> Harsh. I know. Beetlejuice, but also, like, rude. that dude's probably a creep, right? Probably. Well, oh, yeah. and or he was trying to flirt with you, but he only had toxic masculinity yeah. as his also guide. True. It's true. Doesn't yeah. mean he's Don't not blame a boss. Yeah, now he could be a creep. Hey, yeah, I don't know. Best old crush from fifth and sixth grade. Yeah, cool it, cool Cool it. it. Stop calling women prudes. Yeah, hey, it's their choice. All right, yeah. Just because they don't want to play your dumb bottle game. Yeah. Just because they want to bother the teachers. Yeah, just because maybe Beth was focused on her education and wanted to learn. Probably got a really good letter of recommendation for middle school. Probably. She hosts a successful regional podcast. (laughs) Yeah. What did you end up doing, guy? Hey, guy. Hey, guy. Wait, you can spin a bottle? Good job. Ooh, wow, yeah. so impressive. I'd like to see you monetize that, right? <laughs> Patreon.com slash my dumb bottle on the bottle guy. <laughs> right? We got to get that. Get on my that. Dumb oh, bottle. we do. Uh, trademark. I'm the bottle guy. <laughs> trademark, copyright. Let's give me a new spin off podcast. <laughs> I think we all agree. Uh, anyway, being a teenager is terrible. <laughs> Did you guys, as terrible as being a teenager is, and as not that <laughs> terrible as being this kind of teenager was, yeah. did you find it weird that, <laughs> like, she is robbed at gunpoint, but it's not yeah. really treated that tonally different from any other point in the movie? That's what I'm saying. We, I mean, we should acknowledge that we broke Molly. Oh yeah, blooper. Sorry, Molly back is on broken currently. <laughs> um, yeah, that was another thing. Like, just every it was everything was happening in this movie. She's yeah. like gets sexually assaulted, but it's still a goofy teen movie. And then she gets mugged and has to lie down. But lol, she's got a fancy dress. Yeah, she's mad about she it. She has yeah. the well, well. Oh, well, I was right in the first half, but now I can't remember what it is again. Aria, Alaya, Alaya. Oh, Alaya, Alaya. I, and I thought that scene yeah. was pretty funny, though, because she's, like, kind of whining the whole time. Yeah, like, yes. no, it was funny that she did not seem to be actually, like, afraid of her life for her life at all. She was yeah. more just like, oh, this is so inconvenient for me and <laughs> yeah. my dress. He yelled at me. Yeah. Like, I love that she oh, yeah, that yelled was like, at me and he made me ruin my dress. I her, it, yeah. like, those that? are one of those moments where Alicia Silverstone really just nailed it, man. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah, she's... This character is interesting to me because she's like kind of a, on the surface, right? She's kind of like a vapid, rich, popular girl. 
which mm-hmm. typically in a movie like this is the villain, mm-hmm. um, like a mean girl or some other movie. I don't know. <laughs> mean uh, Girls 2. Mean Girls 2. <laughs> the mean is back, baby. Um, but in this one, she's not. She's Mm-mm. clueless, but that extends both to like cluelessness over how... I don't know how to move through the world. What I don't know. I don't quite know how to articulate it. Yeah, she's like clueless in sort of like the ways of the world outside of her own kind of narrow scope of yeah, it. Yeah, but and not, then is also clueless yeah. about her love for her sort of brother. Her love who's for her sort of brother, who is no, definitely not her, not brother. her brother, and they make for that sure, very they, clear. <laughs> they're like, also, we're not siblings. We're saying it yeah. out loud right now, so you know later that it's okay. Yeah, yeah, like there's yeah. literally a point where Paul Rudd's like, you know, what, you just want a brother type around? She's like, you're not my brother. <laughs> <laughs> underline, underline. Yeah. <laughs> can we get a take that's more explicit? <laughs> yeah. Alicia, can you really enunciate the word brother, but then really enunciate the word not before that? <laughs> not my brother. <laughs> yeah. Um, Stacy Dash, just a quick mention that that is who we were thinking of. Yeah, we didn't remember her name, but it was the person we were thinking of who just sort of became like a weird Fox News presence for a while, who apparently also recently apologized for backing up uh, President Carnival Barker. But like, <laughs> that's what everybody is doing now that he lost. So mm. go fuck yourself. Okay. <laughs> Great. That is not necessarily the views of the entire podcast, but no one else is talking. So uh, I agree. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I can concur. So we had a lot of different bets for Bechtel Wallace. Yes, we did. Yes, they were, Molly, within the first five minutes, Dan Linden within the first 90 seconds, me, a pass before two men talked to each other, and Beth, two passes by the time Alicia Silverstone talks to a man. Yep, I lost. I did not. She talked to her dad first. Yep. Oh, right. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> I don't know I how I did. within five minutes. I think Molly got it. I definitely yeah, didn't get it right. because uh, the first line actually spoken in a way that you were actually able to hear it was uh, Cher narrating the movie. So that doesn't really count <laughs> unless you want to, you two, Beth and Molly, want to say that she was talking directly I mean, to you. She spoke to me and to Molly, meaning that she did and speak to two women before she spoke to a Right, man. and you two spoke at the same time as the movie, which counts as being in the movie. Yes. If I understand how movies work. Yep, if you watch a movie and you talk at the same time, you're in the movie. You're in the movie, yeah. 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 You gotta get those royalties. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Give me those zids. Oh, and the teachers definitely did get together, and they were well-played and fantastic. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. Yep. And her name is Twink Kaplan. Great oh, name. what a great good job. name. She mm-hmm. did do a great job. While Sean crushes as always, good job adults in this movie. Yeah, Agreed. all of them crushed. Oh, and good job DMV drive uh, instructor slash yeah. Messiah. Yeah, he was good. Fantastic. Was a good, that was a good like one day, one scene role for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a little concerned that the answer to did they bang for Donald Faison's character and D was in the front seat of the car while Cher was in it <laughs> after they pulled over after getting on the highway screaming because <laughs> just the way that was edited just made it seem like they were going for it right there. Yep. Oh, but like who speed knows? Sitch. Excuse me? Oh, like no, in speed. Yeah, exactly. Didn't happen in exactly speed like in way, speed. That is canon to the podcast. 
no one else talk. That is what happened in the movie Speed. They banged right no. after crashing. I'm pretty sure I disagree. Oh, very much. Beth, Beth leave me in. Beth, cut everyone else out but me. <laughs> I'm going to cut myself out to lose this argument. It could happen. It could, but it's not going to. Maybe you'll listen back and be like, wow, Dan really eloquently argued. Well, I guess Dan was right <laughs> all along. Several episodes later. I won't burden the listener with my voice or <laughs> ideas. <laughs> well, before we get to our final ratings and reviews of the movie, Clueless, we read a review of our podcast, totesrecall.com, in the style of a character from... The movie we just watched. And we have a review. What? And a plethora of characters. Is anybody feeling particularly inspired? I could try share. Please do. Please do. Always a good time. Five stars for being able to talk about a movie for longer than the runtime of the movie and frequently be more entertaining than the movie. Five stars for ongoing reminder of the Bechdel-Wallace test. Five stars for Hank Cresthorn. Both ridiculous and thoughtful. It's a podcast I'll never miss. Listen and become a patron. Ugh, she's, I, you know what? That was Alicia really good. Silverstone. That was really good. Molly, that That's was great. off to you. <laughs> no one can do you. I'm sure that actually was, everybody could. I think that was actually. <laughs> that was, that was great. Good. Who's Pretty that? Um, thank you, KL Hunter. Yes. We thank you. you. Yes. Yeah, it was so nice. Thank you. Very nice. Thank you very much. Uh, did you think people got the meaning of it? Or do you think they were so confused by my accent? They loved they... it. Everyone loved it. This is a great Everyone segment. loved it. You're great. <laughs> Molly's great. Get those reviews in if you want them read in the impression of a character from a movie. Yes. And the last thing that we sometimes do is listen to a voicemail. Yeah. We have voicemails We have sometimes. a voicemail. Ready? Yeah. Here we go. Uh, long time, first time. I'm calling with a question. I've been thinking about this a lot. What would you call the Bechdel-Wallace test if instead of two women talking, it was two CGI animals? Because I feel like this is a, a topic that no one ah. covers. Um, I feel like there are a lot of movies that pass this, um, and I'd like to come up with a name for it. Uh, it's uh, Bechdel-Wallace test, but with two animals. Um, thank you. Wow, oh, man. My mind's blown. My mind is also blown. Um, thank you very much for that call, first off. Um, thank yeah, you. great call. Great. We question. don't know who you are. You're a mystery caller. You're a mystery caller. First thank time, you. long time. First, thank oh, you that's first time, their name? Time. First time, yeah. long time? Okay, yeah. got it. <laughs> they slated at the top. Um, God, <sighs> my God. first thing that comes to my mind is Meow Wallace. Oh, I like Who's that. Who's Wallace? Like, well, like Wallace, Wallace and, and Gromit. Gromit. <laughs> Wall- but Gromit doesn't talk. And Wallace is a guy. Wait, listen. <laughs> My first thought was Meow Wallace. Okay, no bad first thoughts. No, no bad first bad thoughts. First thoughts. I didn't hear any of you share a thought. <laughs> I, Bark, was th- I was Bark thinking Dale. something porcupine. Barkdale. Barktale. Barktale Meow Wallace. Okay, okay. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. No bad second idea. Uh, are there any other qualifiers? What like the Bechdel Wallace has like a what set could be like, of qualifiers. Well, meow I, Meow. Because then it would be two cats, and cats are often girls. 
talking so to each other. Whoa, 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 wait, so all cats are girls. All dogs are boys. Animals that spoke actually spoke to each other. Oh, the caller first said CGI animals. Bechdel walls for CGI animals. So I assume all the other rules are the same. So two CGI animals talk to each other about something other than a human. Um, a human? human, sure. I like that. Oh, I get it. Okay. I mean, so CGI like Zootopia animals. passes all the time, every scene. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Well, Zootopia. Barktail. did not pass the Barktail meows. Gar. Gar. Garfield. Gar. Meows. Garfield. Garfield and. <laughs> Garfield Heathless. Heathcliff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Heathcliff? Just say Heathcliff at that point. Garfield Heathcliff? Should we just throw in Avatar? Because that's like the most famous CGI. Those are cat people, not animals. Okay. What? They, which they which movie are culture, CGI animals in? They bang each other. There's Air, be buddies. Like... <laughs> Air buddies. Air buds and spuds. They're like, C- they're like CGI enhanced puppies. Air right? buds and spuds McKenzie's. I still like Barktail Meowless. Okay, Barktail Meowless. I'm going to throw my hat in. Yeah, I like that. Which I am, because I'm a white man. (laughs) Okay. Um, I think that's the best one we've come up with. Barktail Meowless. I mean, that's true. Well, this one didn't pass. I'm trying to think what movies do pass that aren't... Any of Air Buddies. Air Buddies. Right? Yeah. Do you know... Aren't the isn't the original air? I mean, I guess I haven't seen the Air Buddies. I just assumed that it was a bunch of just footage of like puppies with peanut butter in their mouth, right? I think they do some what? weird CGI thing with their mouths so they move oh, yeah. realistic. Oh, They're like God. real For dogs sure. with like CGI mouths. Oh, that's terrifying. But like yeah, G Force, that one about the gerbils. Yes. Oh yeah, isn't that or... just a Kia commercial? Huh? What? <laughs> Maybe that Kia commercial where the two hamsters are driving a car. Yeah. I see. <laughs> what I is the first? Dancing, what is the first ever pass of the Barktail Meowless? First animal? ever? Yeah. Where like two animals talk to each other? I thought it was CGI animals. It has this to be is, CGI. I don't know. It was CGI Everyone's at the top, and then no, the CGI was removed at the end of the I voicemail. See. Mr. Oh, Ed talks. Homeward Bound. Probably Homeward Bound. We should probably check it out. Or check it out. You know what? No, I think I, that's okay. I think we should probably watch Homeward Bound really at some point. Just to be sure. Just to be sure. I think right? probably. I think probably that movie doesn't need to be watched. I think I mean, probably. I guess they're not CGI animals, so. No, they're yeah, real animals is... going through real things. Yeah. Okay. So home. then, does 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 Kong versus King Kong versus Godzilla? Godzilla pass. Do they they're talk CGI to each other? animals. Do they talk I mean, to each they other? communicate. They, well, they have to introduce Spoiler themselves. Alert. <laughs> you Spoiler alert. I am King Kong. Other? Hello, I am Godzilla. <laughs> We're not talking about the humans. <laughs> we know their names. That's true. We, we do know their names. They're named characters and they communicate with each other. Okay. Sure. I mean, is it essential for this test that they speak in English or speak in human talk? Mm. They just need to communicate with each other. They need to understand each other. I mean, yeah. at least in that movie, like, I, again, I haven't seen it, but I assume they're definitely not talking about a human because, as Ken Watanabe pointed out in the first movie on this entire franchise, they don't give a shit about us. We're just these, like, non, non-essential, we're like bugs that are just kind of, like, around, and we should respect them and become their pets Yeah, to they're trying to be the alpha of the world. The apex, yes. Yeah. Anyway, check out <laughs> Godzilla vs. God. It's great. 
on home box office maximum. I'm probably going to watch it this weekend. You Spoiler should. alert for my life. <laughs> I just liked it okay. I thought it oh. was amazing. I and guess my I five-year-old said now. it was great and nice. I won't go on because I don't want to spoil it, but he had a full Thank review. You. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I will ask for that review once I've watched it. <laughs> I will send it to you. <laughs> Well, this, I think this is one of the most thought-provoking questions. Thank you very much. Host, First time and I Clearly. reserve the right to continue to think about it. Yeah. yeah. We'll watch yeah. Homeward Bound to see if that passes. Nope. Yeah, we'll watch nope. Homeward Bound to see if it passes. We'll watch, no need um, for that. I don't know, Milo we'll watch like, Fox and the Hound. No. Where the Red Fern nope. Grows. Bambi, no. Marley and Me. Um, you are kidding me. No. No animal danger movies. <laughs> Old Yeller, of course. Secret oh, stop. Nam. There's no oh, other God, animals Bambi. in that. What about New Yeller? There's a new yeller? You can't be old I in a vacuum. Know. Old's a relative term. Oh, do you think it's like that it's like at the end of like a superhero movie where someone's like taking on the legacy of that hero? So like yeah. right at the end, new yeller picks up old yeller's collar. Yeah. Oh, yeah old yeller God. time travels so he can be with his love and then gives his shield yep. to New Yeller. New Yeller, who is a Falcon. Oh my God, it's midnight. And oh, we w- okay. have been we talking it. the whole time about the movie Clueless. Clueless. Awesome. So now we have done all the things that we always do before we get to our reviews. And now we do our reviews. Our rating scale, as we all remember, is Matchbox 2020, which is a Matchbox 20 cover band that just happens, they, all the members happen to look like. The members of Matchbox Twenty, but they, they are, are not a tribute band. They don't. Right, they are an accidental like tribute them. band. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. through coincidence. I love it. The smooth crew. <laughs> <laughs> um, Robbie and the boys do not endorse Matchbox Twenty Twenty. <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dan, you gave it yes. three. Yes. You were thinking it was of a time and not for you. I yeah, I mean it was definitely of a time and I mean it certainly wasn't probably made with me in mind cuz every other movie is um but I did find it very entertaining like I laughed aloud quite a bit at how absurd it was uh so I did enjoy it I still like just yeah the tone of it still confuses me a little bit so like I'm still not sure if it's actually a good movie or if it's just like a perplexingly entertaining movie. So I will bump to four, but I will not go all the way to five. Mm-hmm. But I did enjoy it. So good job, Hacker Hackerlane and crew. Hacker crew. Beth, you gave it a four. Um, because when you watched it a month ago, it had a nostalgic <laughs> vibe to it, even though you had never seen it before. But you remember there were some bad words, which there were. There were. It was a bummer. It was uh, a bummer. Um, some... yeah i I like this movie. I think it's very entertaining. I think that it has some pretty solid jokes in it and Agreed. some fun performances. Um, yeah, it's not a it's not a perfect movie. Sorry for people who might think it's perfect, but. Um, I'm gonna stick with four. I think nice. it's a I think it's a four stick level movie. Guns. And I do th- I do think that viewing it a month after I'd just seen it was not exactly a fair <laughs> amount of time to give it because I was like I just saw this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. Well, it sounds like you should blame the listeners that we are supposed mm-hmm. to be respecting. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. I gave it a two because I couldn't remember much about it and 
don't care. <laughs> um, okay. Wow. I don't know. I um, did, did a callback to a previous movie where I asked within the first five minutes in our text thread if it was too early for me to hate this movie <laughs> yeah. um, because I hated it right away. Right. Can but you... The, I don't know exactly where this is going, but if it's going where I think it's going, can you do a quick sidebar and talk about how much you respect our listeners and how you're so glad that they voted for this yes. movie? At the same time, I love our listeners. Um <laughs> And I respect them. And I'm so glad they picked a movie for us that we might not have normally seen, though we probably would have. <laughs> um, but then there were other times watching this movie where I was like, this is great. I love the energy of this. This is out of control, cuckoo bananas. Um, but then other times I was like, oh, I hate this again. What is happening? I don't understand. There's too many things happening in this party. How did that shoe hit Ty in the head so fast? She was too far away, and I that think it came amazing. from the wrong angle. You. What? That's what. That's what threw off in this movie. The <laughs> shoe <laughs> physics is my time. <laughs> as much time as I want, I don't see the floor. Um. So, I guess a three. I guess. I guess I gotta hit the middle. Uh. Because it was such a roller coaster. I appreciate it exists, but I don't have any childhood attachment to it. So it's not getting any boost there. So mm. I'm going to say three. I cede my okay. time to the senator from the Soviet Union, Molly Chase. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Hi, this is Molly. Um, I. I, this movie was so much more inconsistent that I remembered it mm. and inconsistent in pacing and theme and like actor levels and comedy levels. But um, I still feel like it was a flawed gem. And the reason it didn't feel fresh is because um, so much of uh, the slang and the communication style has been adopted into regular culture. Right. But in 1995, there hadn't been anything quite like this. And so I have respect for that. Similarly to how I have a lot of respect for our listeners nice. and like a lot more respect than Dan Jaquette has. Wow. Just no for example. No question. Yeah. Wow. Just off the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I did not find myself easily confused by what happens at a party because I guess I've been to some parties. <laughs> I so. Whoa. I be nice. so. Did you get hit by a shoe when you were young? Yeah. You know what? Probably, but not at a party. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Was it when no, you were... I mean, you know when you're young, like, yeah. shoes just go flying. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. That like, when you're happens. young or, like, you illegally invade a country and then are standing up <laughs> with a government official and the yep. greatest journalist in the history of mankind <laughs> is there and <laughs> throws a shoe at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. So, yeah, it, you can get hit by a shoe. I, I didn't find that to be, like, daunting at all. Um, but, wow. but I did feel a little sad because some of the ways that I felt attached to this movie from before didn't really mm. carry over. Yeah. However, I'm stubborn in my love for this movie, and I give it a four and a quarter. Ooh. Wow. Oh, yeah. So how many 20s is that? That is... Um, one hundred eighty. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you, I thought you were just a matchbox 
five five. <laughs> Do we already make but the joke? Before earlier? it was Matchbox hundred hundred. Oh, yes. okay. So it was twenty twenty times five, but this time it's like twenty twenty times four point two five, and I didn't have the energy for that. Okay. All right. Well, I, I guess feel like I would, but it's like after midnight. It's after and midnight. Something it happens. Eighty five. Yeah. As what? Eighty five. Eighty five. Oh. Matchbox 8585. I hope. God, I hope I did that math right. Said it confidently. Now I'm rolling back. Well, you're a real share about this. Edit this so my math is correct. I think that's right. (laughs) Please just come in with voiceover. (laughs) Matchbox 9292. No, Beth, can you you just come in like Cher in this movie and just be like, and it was after midnight. And while everyone had a good time. Uh, the show took a real nosedive, <laughs> and I felt that it was time <laughs> to just just cut the cord. Yeah, yeah. But just, yeah, uh, before we ramble on, and Beth edits the show so it sounds good in the end. Um, we also, <laughs> as part of uh, Respect Listener Opinions Month, we also gather other opinions beyond movies. Yes. In a little section we call Survey Talk. Oh, <laughs> Great. fun. Um, which one? Uh, one talk. lucky survey, survey talk recipient talk. will receive some Toach merch, totesmerch.com. But mm, no, that's not, not it. Right. Nope. Check it out. Um, but people shared things with us um, to be real. Thank you so much, everybody who filled it out and everybody else. Um, but it's always so nice this time of year to see that people still like the show. Yeah. Uh, People say such nice things, and it does uh, warm my sad little spin bottle frayed heart. (laughs) Oh, buddy. Um, So thank you. One in particular, I'll just read one so we can all have our hearts warmed. Okay. Uh, Relative, we asked, how did you find the show, and why did you keep listening? And one answer was, a relative shared it with me, hashtag totes fam, and honestly, this continues to be one of the funniest, most comforting podcasts I've heard. Probably the hardest a podcast has made me laugh. Mm -hmm. You've got the banter, the callbacks, invented characters with entire lives worth of backstories, the insightful commentary, truly something for everyone. Thanks so much for sharing your work with us. That is so kind. I'm so glad we read these at the end. Yeah. Thank you very much, person. I like everything everyone wrote, but... I wanted to share that one because it was nice. It is nice. And we deserve nice things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? This is for us respect us. <laughs> Ooh, pivot. I don't know how they do things in Northern California. Yeah. <laughs> we wear flippy floppies, loose cargo shorts, and Massimo t-shirts. That's how we do it. Do, 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 do. <laughs> We respect you. Thank we you, listeners. You. It's 3 a.m. and I'm respecting you. Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquette, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. New episodes of Totes Recall drop on the 15th of every month. For more information and bonus content, visit us at totesrecall.com. Thank you so much for listening.